Tangle time? Tangle time. Tangle Hey, it's Tarny to the party. He's Bill and Daniel. We're going to talk about various things we missed. I always like how our episodes sound like a weird caller in the night calling you up to fuck with you. Hello? Hi. <sighs> you want to talk about Tangled? Let's talk about Tangled. Let's talk about Tangled. <laughs> Quincy. No, wait, who's, who's the deep voice? Not Quincy Jones. Huh? Who's the other guy? I don't know what you're talking about. James Earl Jones calling. No, who's the deep voice? Barry, Barry. Oh, Barry White? Yeah. That's not Barry White. I almost that's, want to say Barry White. That's Winter more like Smith. the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> what? It is. The Cave of Wonders wants to fuck you so bad. Does hey, the Cave girls, of Wonders actually talk? Step into my mouth. Yeah, does that's it? what he does. Because I know Who he comes out of the sand. my slumber? Wow, okay, yeah. Wish that just Frank Walker doing a Frank Walker yeah. thing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, it's keeping with the Disney theme. <laughs> we are rising up from the mortal sands after fucking Jafar puts the two scared pieces together mm-hmm. to come to talk to you about another good Disney movie, mm-hmm. Tangled. Oh, it's good? Oh, what? You don't no, know No, I I I I kind of thought you might think it's bullshit. No, I always thought it was bullshit oh. before I never saw it because well Before this you is... never saw it? <laughs> <laughs> well, for the longest time like the marketing for this movie was bad when it first came out. I guess. But, Bill, <sighs> it's not for you. The poster was so stupid. Because yeah. it's, got, it's got Rapunzel, and it's got Flynn Rider, and they're, like, behind a wall of hair, and they're all, like, looking like they're going to mug you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's trying to show that, like, it's it's not your dad's Disney anymore. I don't know about that. Well, that's I kind think of it's supposed the poster. To it's the more action. They couldn't bother to just call it Rapunzel. It had to be Tangled. And so, actually, reading about well, the movie, they did very specifically. They're, they were trying to separate themselves from the from the old Disney marketing and try to market to a broader audience, including boys. Mm. And so, specifically, that's why they called it Tangled because they wanted to show it's as much Flynn's movie as it is Rapunzel's, and that's even why Flynn gets to narrate the story, even though the story is technically not about him, even though he actually says that within his own narration at the beginning of the film. Mm. But it's not the end of the world. No. But this is better than I thought. Well, the other thing too, for the longest time, my friends Jimmy and Conley. Whenever I would talk about how much I liked Frozen or Moana, they would be like, you gotta watch Tangle. Tangle's better than all that shit. I'm like, I don't know. I like Frozen and Moana a lot. Mm. Tangle would be pretty be fucking good. Surprise! Tangle's actually pretty fucking good. It's pretty good, It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. It's, a, it's, well, it's Disney with a little, little, little self-awareness more yeah. than previous Disney films, but it still it feels like a classic it's Disney cute film. cute enough. Though. It's this. This is to the second Disney Renaissance, including Frozen and Big Hero Six, I've never and all seen that stuff. Big Hero Six. So I it's, don't know if that's any good. It's it's my least favorite of the new mm. Disney Renaissance movies. This is to this generation of this Disney Renaissance phase that they're going mm. through. What Beauty and the Beast was, mm. in in that it's the real throwback to classic Disney. Yeah, that kind of sets the template and kind of frees everyone up to go a little more crazy with the crazy. Disney Crazy! Uh, and that this is really trying to be like an old-time 1940s yeah. Disney. And at least, at least in terms of the design and stuff like that. Yeah. The characters and the writing. Some of the songs are very here. Broadway. Yeah, Some well, that's the other thing. Oh, that's, that's the thing that kills me about this. I know this is sh- shit I should be saving for the end of the movie. The songs? Because everyone, oh, for some reason, Jimmy and Conley introduced me to this whole thing where everyone keeps on comparing Frozen to Tangled. Mm-hmm. This movie... The characters are probably better than Frozen, but the songs in Frozen are way better than this. Yeah. None of the songs in this are terrible. There's some good songs in but this. But in the end, they're so similar. It's like getting angry if you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 
getting wound up about Frozen versus Tangled is like getting upset about, like, your peanut butter versus the jelly on your sandwich. They're both working in harmony. Mm. They're the same thing. Just eat them both. They're equally good. Yeah. So one might, they're a little bit different. No, because it's the internet culture, and we need to pit <laughs> everything against everything else. But I'm just saying, but Moana is the chocolate syrup on top of the peanut butter. Racist. You gone down goofed it. Wouldn't that be the princess and the frog, which I no guess. one cares about? <laughs> Oh, God. We are... Oh, my God. That's even worse than your joke, actually. What uh, were you saying? What? Frog's Tangled. legs. Tangled. So it starts out. It starts... It's it's a zooming on wanted poster of Flynn Rider. He's a thief. Yeah, he a butthole. <laughs> oh, this is also... We should mention this is the 50th uh, Disney feature. They may have mm. a little thing right before the film starts. But, yeah, he a butthole. He likes to steal he shit. Butthole. He butthole. Yeah. He a thief. He actually even comes out and says, That me. Me butthole. Me butthole. He says that this is a story of how he dies. But it's a fun story. Uh, in fact, it's not even his story. Yeah. It's about a girl named Rapunzel. Not to st- take us right off topic again. Have you seen The Emperor's New Groove? Yes. This opening is very much like The Emperor's New Groove, where you have one of the characters coming out and saying, hey, this is my story. It's all self-aware. It's kind of wackiness. Man, that is the secret. Aside from any Disney Renaissance's CGI versus 2D, Emperor's New Groove. That is, yeah. that, that may be the best Disney movie ever. This, that's why this is kind of fun, because it's, it's taking a little bit of a cue from that. So that's what this intro is like. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking about, yeah, Rapunzel. Yeah. It starts with the sun. The sun uh, cries for some reason. The sun cries. It go boo boo. The sun make a poopy. <laughs> the sun saw the poster and for that, this movie, and it poopied it that, out of space. That poopy made a flower. A little magic flower. The flower with the power to heal the sick. I don't know how people knew that, but, you know. I, I guess it happened to land right next to Mother Gothel, who just yeah. happened to be there in time to be the first and only person to see this flower bloom. Mm-hmm. Centuries um, passed. Yeah. Beloved king and queen. They show up. Uh, she gonna have a baby. She have a baby, but she also very sick. She got... <laughs> she got the cough. She coughed. She coughing out her vagina. <laughs> except it's dust and skulls. And so everybody know. goes looking for that magic flower. But that old bitch lady had been using the flower to keep herself young. Yeah. What an asshole. She been butthole. I she guess she must have built a cave a right butthole. next to that old crop. Your word of the day. You think she would have, like, scooped up the flower and taken it back to the tower where presumably she lived Yeah, eh, She probably didn't want to, like, risk killing it. I know, exactly. It's, it's her She's life. She's not the most nurturing It's her lifeline. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. So, uh... But she also she made, clumsy. She made a fake bush to put over <laughs> the flower. Yeah. Which, I guess it worked for like 400 years. Yeah, and people yeah. are searching for the flower, and she hears him and runs away. But if she does, she knocks over her fake bush, and the flower's exposed, and they find it and take it. And mix it with water, and the queen Makes drinks some good it. good-ass Kool-Aid oh, for the queen. Oh, it's some good soup. Good soup. Mix it. She drink it. She all better now. Yeah. And her baby got blonde hair. It's amazing. She poops out the baby trumpets come out mm-hmm. of the vagina. It's really it's cut scene. It was super hype. It test was, audiences did not like it. It was so hype. They launched lanterns into the air. Yeah. Yay, baby. Uh but that evil old lady, she break in and she steal the baby. I do like they set Why the, she steal the baby? I do like they set up that like she just tries to steal the hair first. Oh, when yeah, that yeah. doesn't work out, then That's she right. has to resort to stealing the baby. But well, how would she know that the hair would like it is. I mean, I guess word has gotten out that like maybe the baby's hair has some kind of weird. Maybe they don't know it can heal, but maybe somebody did something to actually make it glow. Maybe it's not that specific song, but any kind of happy song mm. will make it glow or something. Enough. I don't know. She gotta try something. She gotta, is, she's gonna die. I can't remember. Is the 
lady in the actual Rapunzel story her actual mother, or is it this thing? I meant to look it up. In the story, I believe it is. Because in the story, I think it's Rapunzel's a prince. No, Rapunzel's a peasant. It's the prince who comes to see her. Mm. I think it actually is her mother. My real reference for the original Rapunzel story (laughs) is Night... Into the woods. Into the woods, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mine too. And but that the the guy in that gets fucked up because he ends up being th- he falls well, into a thing yeah, of thorns. He actually goes, has the stuff, stuff like that. that but I do think well because I think story. even looking up Wikipedia, they call her mo- Mother Gothel, <laughs> and I think she is the mom. Okay. Yeah. Which actually, that's one of the things I like about this movie. This movie has a super elaborate beginning, but they do a really good job of explaining why uh rapunzel has long hair why she's in a tower all this like really arbitrary shit you just take for granted in the story they do a really good job in just like three minutes justifying all that stuff in a really clever way yeah this is really good cartoon movie writing it's it's like fucking and they present it in such an entertaining way you just kind of roll with it you don't really even question it but yeah it's good uh so she steals the baby because the baby gonna make her hair it's going to keep her young. It's going to keep her hair from turning into gray ramen. It's going to make yep. it black ramen again. Yeah. That lady design, the the character design for Mother Gothel, I hate it. Yeah. Not because, I think it's a great character design, but it's such a specific, like, drunken Mediterranean kind of older lady look with the mm. aquiline nose and kind of like the slow eyes and kind of like the sloppy mouth and the super high cheekbones. Yeah. Like, I've, you, you see that woman, you go like, oh yeah, that's a very specific archetype of lady in the real world. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they made her look so specific so it even heightens the fact that there's obviously no way she could be genetically related Probably. to Rapunzel. But anyway, but yeah. Then I I think it's a thing for Disney villains to have sharp features. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah, but she's so it's such a very specific look. And she's kinda tall and busty and got meat on her bones in a way that Rapunzel would I never think they even gave her a bit of jiggle in some scenes. That's what I'm saying. No, she's got some I had to re- I rewind it at one point was like did they just did put jiggle in a Disney movie? If you put a bag on Mother Gothel's head, she's secretly <laughs> one of the hottest Disney ladies out there. But yeah, exactly. Mm. Um <laughs> although I don't I never noticed if she gets older suddenly your tits kind of like come down her knees I or don't, anything like that. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um anyway. So each year on the Rapunzel's birthday, king and queen launch thousands of lanterns in the sky yeah. in hopes that their lost princess will return. Does do 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 it's tangled. Tangled, yeah. Walt Disney Pictures presents. Mm-hmm. I love actually the little valley where the tower is. It's so nice with the waterfall, and there's just enough color in the tower. It looks it looks like almost a parody of Disney cartoons, but yeah. it's you know very nice. Yeah. Uh, so Pascal the lizard, Rapunzel playing hide and seek he's very bad at it one of the secret best moments in the movie yeah the only time he uses his chameleon shit is when he's hiding from rapunzel in the flower pot and he turns into flower pot colors but when he comes what out are you talking about he changes color all the time no, he changes color but he doesn't do the chameleon thing where like he's not like the bad guy from Fla- uh, monsters incorporated no. where he's like adopting crazy patterns or like really mm. blending in he's it's not like he becomes invisible okay yeah but when he hides from her he goes to the pot flower hot and he goes <laughs> He laughs. It cracked me the fuck up. I had to rewind it. I don't know why that specific moment killed me. That's There's true. one other moment in the movie. Hopefully, I don't forget what it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So that that shit happens, and she sings a song about what she does throughout the day. 
I was really shocked. This gets Lisa Loeb really quick, like all like folk, like coffee mm. shop guitar. Yeah. yeah, she's just singing how she spends her day. Yeah, and brush her hair. Yeah. Brush her, brush her hair. Yeah, I, it's cute. It's very, have you ever seen the Brothers Bloom? No. There's a character in that that's pretty much like that where she's locked inside a castle all the time. And there's a whole montage where you get to see how she has essentially trained herself and all this stuff, which is exactly what happened to Rapunzel. She learns to draw, she does ballet, she plays chess, she plays the guitar. You would think some more of these skills would come into play later, but no, it's nah. the only thing that really does is her artwork becomes yeah. a plot point later. But it's still as good, and you get to see how kind of like sheltered and neurotic she is. You know, yeah. it's cute. And she has a lot of hair. Tons of it hair. It must have been hell to render. <sighs> I can imagine this must have been. I really want to see like the errors. The there is a blooper reel, and I bit. saw it because it's like when she first gets out of the tower and she throws herself onto the ground into the grass, and she's like rubbing in the grass. Her mm-hmm. hair suddenly explodes up for no reason. It's nice. almost like an invisible ground. All kinds of stuff. We're like, yeah, yeah, it's it's that. Yeah, her hair is really because it looks natural, but like they keep it like very controlled in really great ways. In fact, actually, this song ends with her. I think it's the end of the song. Where she's ha- she has her hair bundled up in her arms, and she's like throwing it around in a loop, yeah. in a big semicircle, and she's in the middle of it. And just the way the hair falls, it just looks really, me mm, gusta. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, the technical directors on this flick really not yeah. themselves out. It's good. So uh, her song ends with her wondering when her mom's mom's gonna let her out of the tower, mm-hmm. and that scene's over. And it really, yeah, you think there's gonna be this? She actually confronts the mom, right? No. The mother's not the there The mom's yet. not even there yet? No. Oh, it just cuts to... Okay, yeah. It cuts to uh, Flynn Rider and some other thieves stealing shit from a castle. Like twin brothers, yeah. He, uh, the Stabbington brothers. Played by Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. This and movie's actually got a great cast. You really get to hear... a ridiculous cast. I didn't realize it's Jeffrey Tambor as the Lovestruck Big Nose guy later on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, and you can tell he's obviously got a heart of gold because he's handsome. And so the Stabbington handsome. brothers are obviously evil. They got they're ugly. <laughs> yeah. No, because he's got perfect teeth. He's totally handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we, we're just introduced to them. That's all that happens there. Yeah. They're sneaking across. They're doing a, uh, a Mission roots. Impossible thing. Yeah. They're trying to steal. Uh, pres- I, I, this does let into. It's a little bit. Of, it's, it's, it's something you don't really notice until the second time you've seen the film that the crown he's stealing is actually the princess. It's Rapunzel's crown. But yeah. it's set up inside the like the throne room of the castle, kind of set up in the way like uh, the king and queen are obviously like they've they've, they've kept the the crown mm-hmm. on a pedestal in the hopes of Rapunzel yeah. will come back someday. It's kind of a nice, you know, it's just a nice. Song. Yeah. So they 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 lower him down on a rope. He steals it. Mission Possible. And, and of course he could have sneak away, but then like the one guy has hay fever and he has to talk to the guard and just oh, to set off the guards yeah, and they chase him and it's like oh no 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 um. The one bit of weird animation in this movie I noticed is when mm. they're, is when uh, Flynn Rider and the Stabbington brothers are running across the bridge to get away from uh, the castle. It's a legitimately screwed up piece of animation where Flynn's on this, he's on a fine looking watt run cycle, mm-hmm. but if you notice as he's running off into this distance, his feet are sliding on the ground like it's ice. Hmm. It doesn't make any, like, I wonder if it's something like technically they couldn't ha- didn't have time to go back and fix up or anything like that, but it just looks really odd. And maybe I only noticed because I'm watching in front of my giant TV and I'm like six inches away from the TV. Yeah. But as he gets small, it's just like something weird about like the way his feet are connecting with the ground mm. doesn't make any sense. That's uh, anyway, but yeah, that's arbitrary. Well, Shit. whatever. You've ruined the movie. That's... Thanks a lot. <laughs> Might as well just end the episode now. What else mm-hmm. is there to talk about? So Rapunzel decides today's the day she's going to ask her mom to go see the lights. 
because there was a little scene at the beginning when she was a little kid. She looked out the window in the middle of the night and saw. Oh the yeah, lanterns. when Flynn's explaining the whole thing about the yeah. lanterns on her birthday. Uh. So. Mom responds mo- reasonably. Well, <laughs> and, her and, mother, and, 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 mother and Gothel her... shows up. Rapunzel, let down your hair, and she shows up. Oh yeah. Rapunzel lifts her up to the top of the castle. Also, we should know this is all one day. This confused yeah. me the first time I saw this movie because, mm. well, we'll see in this scene. She keeps on talking about how tomorrow's her birthday, but it yeah. seems like almost like three days worth of time passes in the mm. in the next first twenty minutes of this movie. But anyway. But uh, this Mother Gothel does a lot of. Passive aggressive insulting of Rapunzel. Oh my god, she comes in and, and is all Yeah, like, I'm only kidding. You're great. Well, even though she's she's complaining about Rapunzel not being able to lift her up fast enough, and like, mm-hmm. oh, you do this all the time. Why aren't you any faster? Oh, I'm just teasing. Mm-hmm. Super, super microaggression, <laughs> passive aggression. I never grew up with parents like this. My yeah. parents are super cool, but like, yeah. I grew up with other people whose parents were like this, and mm-hmm. it just this drove me up a fucking wall because yeah. these these parents actually exist. Yeah, and it makes it even worse that she's never read this fucking Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. I just want to. Fucking drop kickers <laughs> out that window so fucking bad. Yeah, but yeah, she's. A, I mean, she's a pretty decent villain. She's. A, I mean, for a villain who doesn't have any magic powers and is not trying to destroy the world or anything like, she's just trying to survive in this little little fucking tower out in the middle of nowhere, not trying to hurt anybody. But yeah. she's just a butthole. <laughs> she's she's a, a big super old butthole. butthole. She Smash butthole. when she talks. It's just not farts and fucking <laughs> celery string coming out. Celery string. Oh no. Bits and tap digestive cord. <laughs> fucking. Oh. So Rapunzel is turning eighteen. So it's not as creepy <laughs> as you thought it was. <laughs> Uh, it's well, especially with Disney heroines. <laughs> they always seem to be halfway between being twelve years old and twenty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Jasmine is supposed to be like, I think she's supposed to be like sixteen or something in Aladdin. Which Snow is White little... is thirteen. Well, she's also a freak. She's like a weirdo. <laughs> she a freak, man. I'll tell you what. She's so weirdly sexless little China doll that it, ugh, mm. I hate fucking Snow White. <laughs> You fucked Snow White? I tried, but then I found out she was 13. Oh, I thought you said you hated fucking Snow White. Yeah, because like, the, the, the dwarf cops arrested me. And oh, no! Like, and they're like, you realize how young she is? No! Um, that voice, hey, hey, hey. Man, Snow White was so close to still the silent era of cartoons that it's just, man, oof. Anyway, it's rough. Uh, so she tells Gothel that she wants to go see the floating light. She wants to leave the tower, go see him. Uh... She talks about how the floating lights always show up on her birthday, so it's like they're meant for her. You think Mother Gothel would have, like, give like lied about her birthday yeah, being a different think day Gothel or something would have like just that? been like, I mean, she obviously doesn't really care about Rapunzel. She think at some point Rapunzel would have been like, "When's my birthday?" And she would have been like, eh, "Something, something." It was last week. There's a little know. bit of something that, and she does say, "Oh, your birthday was last year." She's gaslighting yeah. her, but you think at the start, maybe Gothel's never seen the lights herself, so maybe know. she didn't know to like to offset the date or anything like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So Gothel's like, you want to go outside? Nah, girl. And then, uh, she sings a little song about mother knowing best. A big butthole song. A big butthole song. (laughs) She's such a butthole. She turns into the fucking guy who blows up at the end of Big Trouble in Little China where her face blows up because there's so much butthole juice How do you really feel about her? I fucking hate her. She's, I'm though, she's such a great mundane evil it's mm. fantastic like i said it's a per it's people like you know people like this in real life yeah. and she does yeah she even calls her chubby or get little chubby and just like man fuck you you 
Yeah. She does do it. It's really great operatic Broadway singing, though, where she's always, yeah. like, swishing her cape and, and stuff. And the world's a scary place, and Mother yeah, knows Yeah, everyone's bad. out to fuck her up, and dude's she's, got sharp teeth and yeah, tells all kinds her. of stuff. Finishes the song by telling her uh, never ask her to go outside again. So, but oh, leaves. <laughs> Come on, that's the game of wonders. <laughs> well, and she does actually the worst thing she does in this movie. Mm. The part that broke my I heart. Broke the wheel, the most. How creepy! I had to break out my napkin. Huh. Um, she ends the song. Uh, fucking Rapunzel agrees never to ask again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say I love you, and Rapunzel's like I love you more, and she and and Gothel says I love you most. But then kisses her hair, and she's obviously like talking to her hair more than she's talking to mm. Rapunzel. Then she leaves. Up. Again, watching a second time, I was like, man, that's some... Fuck you, Rapunzel. What? Boho! She says, I love you to the hair, and then she leaves, yeah. <laughs> so. So then we go back to Flynn. Yeah. He runs by uh, two wanted posters on the trees, one's for the Stabbington brother and one's for him. And he gets very upset because he can't get his nose right on the wanted posters. Which is actually posters. kind of a funny gag throughout the rest of the Yeah. Uh, and they, well, they don't overdo it. There's only like two or three wanted Yeah, it's posters like way one or two, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, you got like the big schnoz, you got like a long nose later, and I think someone, he's got like a broken a nose, nose or, one or something, something yeah. like that, yeah. Uh, but he's like, oh, you guys don't, you're not upset because you guys look great in your wanted poster. But then the castle guards show up and they give chase. Uh, Flynn and the Stabbington brothers reach a dead end. And he's like, Man, I don't remember this. I know how I remember how this outcomes, but I can't remember. Yeah, he's All like, I know is that give me with... a boost up and I'll pull you up. And they're like, you know, you'll run off with the stash, sa- satchel. Oh, it's a little bit like Indiana Jones, a little bit at the yeah. beginning of Raiders Lost Ark. Or give me the give me the idol. I'll throw you yeah. the whip. Yeah. So he bit. he gives him the satchel and they he climbs up on top of him. But while he's climbing up, he steals the satchel back and is like, peace, fuck fucks. I forgot about this. So the stabbing the brothers are totally justified and wanted to kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Flynn Rider, he butthole too. He but butthole. not He not big butthole with capital B. He's little butthole. <laughs> he's like appropriately sized human butthole. He's, he's not made of butthole. who will see the air of his ways. <laughs> the air of his ways. Oh. <laughs> like you do when you've got like one of those heat reading, uh cameras mm-hmm. at the airport and you're like everyone's tooting today and they're like rider yeah. uh so the guards are chasing him on horseback and then one of the guard on top the main guard uh tells him retrieve the satchel at any cost yes sir and it scroll pans down to the horses underneath him and the horse snorts it the two horses on either side of him just like the captain of the guard did and they're yeah. like uh i chuckled it was a cute moment. It just occurred to me that this captain of the guard presumably loses his job by the end of the film because the horse seems to be in charge of the guard at the end I th- of the film. I feel like the horse was always in charge. You think so? Yeah. Do you, you think they were just entertaining the captain? Um, they're like, yeah, sure, Larry, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, they only keep him around just because other kingdoms, when they show up, they'd be, they they think it would be a little weird if they if they actually made it public that the horse was in charge of yeah. the, uh, the, the the king's guard. So the, ca- king, I can the see that. captain of the guard is like, "We got him now, Maximus." But uh, oh, Flynn Maximus. Rider uses a vine to swing around, knock the guard off the horse, and jumps on the saddle himself. That is weird. This is the most boy-oriented stuff in the movie, and I totally don't. I watched the movie twice and it didn't make an impression on me at all. Hmm. I like the interaction between Flynn and the I horse. Remember being fun. Oh, the, well, the stuff we have, we'll throw yeah. Because uh, the horse won't move uh, and tries to grab the satchel from him. It's all oh, that's right, his yeah. Uh, but the satchel eventually goes flying and lands on the branch of a tree. Yeah, I see this. Cliff. This is I remember. Yeah. Uh, they climb on it and shocking no one, the tree f- 
Like, dislodges yeah, the full and falls. A horse and a full-grown man on the fucking yeah. branch, and it just snaps off like a wily e. coyote cartoon. Is know? this the part where Flynn Rider, I think it's Flynn Rider, kind of does a goofy scream almost? I think they were going for that because it's definitely. I I even looked up the trivia to see if anyone called this out, and no one had. But it is definitely like a woo hoo hoo hoo. Yeah. Yeah. As best as I guess that voice actor, I would be actually been kind of funny if they just threw in the goofy <laughs> voice. But I guess that would have been a little. You know what? I'm sure at some point someone did throw it in there, and they're like, it's probably it was a little probably too a placeholder. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to make this cool, savvy action movie for kids. So yeah. It might be distracting if we suddenly have literally a cartoony scream in the yeah. middle of this stuff. They line. Oh man, that you know. I would love it if the Goofy scream replaced the Wilhelm scream. I, like every movie that the Will somebody wants to insert a Wilhelm scream in, even retroactively, even, like even in Star in Wars, like yeah. fucking that would have been that'd be oh so good, so choice. I love the idea of like you're watching Lord of the Rings and like three times in one battle scene, all in the distance, you just hear woo hoo hoo. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Even if you don't see anyone doing anything worthwhile of the Goofy screen, no one's getting thrown off a catapult. Or, or when like I that. buy a Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, give me uh, four options. A scream that doesn't take me out of the movie. <laughs> exactly, Because yeah. that'd be nice for a change. Your sound design The landscape. Wilhelm scream. Or the Goofy The Howie scream or the Goofy What's scream. The scream? The Howie scream is a... Oh, the more guttural, yeah. yeah. Which some people confuse with the, the, the Wilhelm, yeah. but yeah. That's more of a... Almost like a monster. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would love to see John Wick, where half the people are shooting, because he shoots people off of balconies and stuff. There's actually justification for, yeah. or even the Fast and the Furious when they mm. play their cars. Anyway, 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 yeah. Uh, they get they reach the end of the 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 not the end, the bottom of the cliff. It's kind of a, well, a they're, slope, they're on the so broke, they land. broken uh, branch, and it slams into a rock and splits. Yeah, and you <laughs> like. How they? I'm assuming that the horse is gonna have to land in a puddle because I don't see yeah, even on a cartoon yeah, universe how this horse survives. It's kind of a slope, so it slows it down. It has a little bit, but he Plus does just land. I mean, it's a cartoon, but even for a cartoon horse landing, this and, is a pretty rough know, landing. Horses' legs are very strong. They don't I would break hope them so. at all ever. <laughs> yeah, but so but yeah, Maximus. The best, secret best character in the whole movie. It's not so much a secret. Yeah. Lance, he's definitely, even Disney's known for its good horses. Yeah. And even on that metric, this is a pretty goddamn good Disney yeah. horse. Yeah, lands on his feet. And then he's like, and he jumps for... up and like looks around and can't yeah. find Flynn Rider. So he starts sniffing. And I love how they treat him as much as a dog as a horse in this movie. Because yeah. he's, yeah, like a bloodhound, just sniffing, yep. looking for, looking for Flynn. Rider hears him coming and hides behind some vines. But uh, behind the vines, there's a cave. And it leads to secret Rapunzel Tower. So he climbs it to hide inside. Uh, he opens the satchel once he's inside the top of the tower and says, Alone at last, but then Kerblonkaboop. He gets hit on the head with a frying pan. People have pointed out the reason you probably don't actually see Rapunzel hit him directly. I mean, you see in the shop, but she's hidden behind him. Mm. Uh, maybe because despite the fact that this is the first PG-rated Disney princess movie, um, actually showing him getting repeatedly hit <laughs> with the in the head with the frying pan yeah. might have been a little bit too much even for a uh, PG uh, film. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he that's gets... Rapunzel's strong as shit because cast iron frying pans ain't so light. She's fucking flipping yeah, she's it like, later, like yeah, fucking... she's like juggling with it. I mean, and shit. she's like at least twice a day. She's been like lifting like a fucking hundred fifty pound woman. Yeah. Well, she would be because she got big ass tits. She got like hundred fifty <laughs> like up and down the fucking with her hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She should be. Although I guess you know, maybe uh. Maybe Flynn's made out of dark matter, and that explains why she has a heart problem from shuffling his body around. Mm. But anyway, but yeah. He so, gets knocked out bong. Yeah, she checks to see if he's got pointy teeth, but he doesn't. No. 
And I like that's the moment where she goes from totally scared to, hmm, hmm. I'm now essentially attracted uh, to this creature. But suddenly his eyes bulge open because he's awake again, and Kerblonk, she hits yeah, him Kerblonk, again. Yeah, Kerblonk, yeah. Uh, there's a nice little montage of her trying to shove him into the closet. That mm-hmm. was, uh, that's actually really funny. Which is kind of very Emperor's New Groove issue, where it's just like funny gag after funny yeah. gag. Yeah. And the, the, Disney's savvy enough not to put in like doop, 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 music underneath it, which I feel like a lot of lesser I'm, studios I'm would do. Sh- studio executive are probably this isn't funny enough. How are people supposed or to like, know? More, or funny? sound effects with like a xylophone or some shit. Mm-hmm. But no, they just let it play out by itself, and it, it goes on for a little while too. And yeah. It's very cute. You know? She finally gets him in. There. I love the one the, where she. Well, actually, yeah, she. Finally gets him in there, she shoves him in there and slams the door and his fingers are just sticking out. And that's the one and she, she just slowly pushed. pushes each one back in. I think that's the one she actually gets him in there, yeah. yeah. Um so then she's like, Oh, I've got a person in my closet. And that's where she's throwing around the frying pan like it's weighs nothing. Yeah, she at smacks all. herself in the face with it too, yeah. yeah. Uh so then it's revealed that a crown was in the bag. She tries to put it on her wrist like a bracelet. But that's not it. Yeah, you know what? It Pascal's like, mm-mm. It wasn't until the second time watching I was realizing she doesn't even know what a crown is, so that's yeah. why she's like, <laughs> like, for, like, her second stab at using it is, like, to use it like a pair of glasses to look at Pascal. Yeah. Pascal's like, no, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that the fucking chameleon's smarter than she is. Well, she... Or more worldly, she, I should She say. puts it on her head, and Pascal's like, ah, <gasps> mm-mm. Yeah, no. even though her hair is specific, she's got a curl on the front of her hair that's specifically designed to match. Like, yeah, it's, it's she's so her she is a person is so custom designed for this crown. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But then Mother Gothel comes back. Uh oh, she got big surprise. She gonna fuck herself over in this next scene. She got parsnips or some shit. Some shit like that. She's gonna make fucking soup. She's awesome. Like, I'm gonna fart in a bowl called soup <laughs> and happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And she wonders why Rapunzel. It's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, but then. Oh, does I think that you also, this is the first appearance, first real appearance of Rapunzel singing the healing song, because I think Gothel comes back and, or maybe it's the same before as this, where she comes, she's like, oh, honey, I'm tired, just sing me the song. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, this is it, because Rapunzel's so quick to, like, get the song thing out of the way, because yeah. she wants to show off Flynn. That she that can she handle does. herself. And I love how this is the first real appearance of the whole song, and it's just so offhand, even though it comes back later at the film, of course, yeah. the lyrics are tailored to be very sad at the end of the movie but like this little bit where she's like na 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 sings and you get to see the whole thing in motion i just thought it was really kind of cute yeah yeah but so uh rapunzel wants to show her she can handle herself by beating up a guy but before she can gotha yells at her you're never gonna leave this tower well because she's talking about how much she still wants to see the star and that's when gotha pretty much breaks and then she plops down in her chair and says oh great now I'm the bad oh, guy. My God. Again, I'm sitting there watching this movie, and I can't believe how much I just want to reach my hands over that TV and throttle the shit out of her. Oh, my God. And then I do like how Rapunzel's all like, she does change her story. She pulls her hand away from the wardrobe as a both she, yeah. when she's about to show off Flynn, and she changes her mind. And this is the whole movie where, this is the moment where Gothel fucks herself, because she hadn't chosen that moment to fucking yell at Rapunzel, the whole, of course, yeah. the whole story would have turned out differently. So but. Rapunzel's like, I know what I want for my birthday now. Some of those white paints you brought me, made from those white shells. Yeah. Gotha's like, she... the bitch, that's three days away! And Rapunzel's <laughs> like, well... She uh, does say the way she's older, I better guess than it's stars. better than seeing the stars. Which, the way she said it's so sad, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> poor fucking kid, but yeah. And then she's like, yeah, alright, I'll be back in three days. Yeah. So, Gothel leaves, and then, uh, Rapunzel full, pulls Ryder out of the closet, ties him to her chair with her hair. Her hair is very strong. Super, yeah. 
And the lizard wakes him up by sticking his tongue in his ear. Oh, I forgot about that. That happens yeah. twice. I thought it was going to become like a thing that would happen throughout the movie, but they only do it twice. Yeah, because usually things like this, they'll usually do it the rule of threes. Yeah. But there's never really a third payoff for this. No. But, well, you think even like when he's knocked out at the end, at the very end of the movie, I guess it's not very dramatic. Yeah. It's a little too funny for a dramatic moment like that, but if like once he's restored, if, if Pascal had brought him back to life yeah. by sticking his tongue in his ear, it would have been cute. But. So the lizard wakes him up. And Rapunzel's like, who are you and how did you find me? And he says, I not. And she walks out into the light and she's, she's, oh, 17, hello. <laughs> um, and he says, I know not who you are, nor how I came to find you. But may I just say, hey. Yeah, he puts a little bit of dream work face. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Name's <laughs> Flynn Rider. Like, uh, how's your day going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah, he tells her that uh, uh, he was gallivanting through the forest, um, but then he's like, "Oh shit, the stashel, where's stashel? Oh, dead chicken! Is oh no, done. I, I, I specifically, <laughs> goddamn, that is uh, the internet telling me that Lego uh, Dimensions Goonies just arrived. But I, I even turned, I turned off the doorbell so we wouldn't get interrupted. At least anyway, but yeah, kabing. So she says that she's hitting the satchel. Uh, and he'll never find it. And he looks around and he says, it's in that pot, isn't it? And then she hits him <laughs> and again. And that's the next bang, yeah. yeah. It's it's not the best joke, but it's serviceable. I thought it was... Uh, then it's, he wakes up and, again with a lizard tongue in his ear. Yeah. And she's like, you want my hair? And he's like, I don't want your fucking hair. What I the love fuck? the way Why would I want your hair? The way she's wielding the, the frying pan almost like it's a gun. Mm-hmm. Or like kind of sticking in his face and being all like, you know, like not wanting to take his eyes her eyes off of him. For fear he might like do some kind of like freaky shit or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Although but, I like Pascal. Pascal when he's talking when he's looking at Flynn too, he'll keep one eye on her and like sometimes look at the other um, eye and come back towards her. It's, you know. So they 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 figure he's probably telling the truth. So she asks him about the stars slash lanterns. And oh yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. He's like they're lanterns. They release for the princess every year. And she's like, I want you to take me to go see him. This is actually a clever bit of writing. Watching mm. this a second time because you wonder why she doesn't make the connection or at least. She might start to wonder. Oh wait, does that mean not like? Because it's on her birthday, Lost Princess. It's she, and she's already at this point convinced, convinced somehow that the, the 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 lights in the sky are for her. Yeah. Maybe not literally that they're being released for her, but then he says, "Oh, they're being released for this Lost Princess." You think she? There might be. But at the same time, she doesn't know how long they've been doing. Well, that's true. But what she's more distracted by is the fact the confirmation that they are not stars, which was an argument that she was having earlier with Gothel, which is a nice way to distract. Mm. Like if you're watching this a second time, it's good. You want like me watching this a second time? I was wondering why she didn't make the Lost Princess connection earlier, even in this scene. Mm. And that's a nice little bit because she's more worried about being right than than. I mean, there's really no specific reason as to why she should automatically assume she's the lost princess right now. But yeah. it's a nice little distraction from her within the inner mind of why she doesn't put the two and two, or even start putting the two and two together. Anyway, but that's... So she's like, take me to the lantern. So he's like, yeah, I don't can do. Uh, me and the kingdom aren't exactly simpatico right Yeah, the now. way he says simpatico is kind of funny, too. Uh, and she's like, without me, you'll never find that satchel, because she hid it in a different place. Yeah. Again, when he was knocked out. To be fair, even he could still probably find it pretty. Uh, there's only so many places yeah. you could hit. Yeah. Uh, she's like, if you take me to find, see the lanterns, uh, I give it to you. And I never break a promise. Never, ever. And I thought that was going to be a thing, too. Or, like, she has to break a promise. And somebody was like, you say you never break I mean, she literally, I mean, she does promise never. They The way the uh, Mother Gothel 
works yeah, for a promise earlier. Yeah. Never, promise never to ask me about leaving again. Mm. So, but yeah, you think it's because they, yeah, they lean into that so much, you think yeah. it's going to be more of a thing, but no. But yeah. And he's like, I didn't want to have to do this, but here comes the smolder. <laughs> Which hey. I guess is the big thing for a lot of girls who hey. watch this movie. Is it? Like, I thought it was a, just a wonky face he tries to be handsome it's not very effective. he's got the blue steel going on yeah Ugh. even for you know what for even fake sexy face it's a pretty bad because yeah. he looks like he just it looks like he farted and his fart came back up in <laughs> and he's just like oh yeah. yeah and he's like fine i'll take you to see the lanterns so uh he climbs down the ladder she's very apprehensive because the no, world is big and scary yeah. yeah i didn't say he used it her he just climbed down the ladder yeah <laughs> so I I'm on my point is no it's not a ladder he used an arrow. I didn't say a ladder. You said I said he climbed down the tower. Oh, you said ladder. My man, whatever. Now that I there, it's been a long day. I should not be splitting <laughs> hairs with you. We got we got a lot of movie to get through. Yeah, because uh, the world's big and scary. It's she don't want to leave the tower, but she finally does. There is a nice she thing when she's the... leaning out of the tower where she's half in light and half in dark and kind of mm. showing that there's kind of a little bit of a threshold there and the visual language is kind of nice. Mm. But yeah. Uh, she sings a little song about being scared, and then she leaves the tower, set in, fir- in grass for the first time. She's super stoked. It is really so nice. So stoked she stings, birds fly, it's very Disney. <laughs> it really is, it leans into cart. As for a movie that's trying not to be too cartoonishly Disney, that is the one of the most cartoonishly Disney moments I've ever seen, where she actually runs out into the clearing outside of the... the- the tower ravine and like literally bluebirds coming down and one of them stops by to say hey what's up Rapunzel high five and then flies <laughs> away but uh, the moment where her foot actually squishes down into the dirt is mm. such a nice moment mm. and you know, of course she does freak out right there and she's like all like ro- ro- yeah. rolling around in the grass and stuff uh, one little thing too uh, it doesn't get a lot of play in the movie but just how her tower is engineered to make to, to, to take the best advantage of her hair Mm. And I love the fact that every time the, her hair is being used for raising and lowering in the movie, it's being suspended by a hook, so it's kind of like on a pulley system. Yeah. Because that's one of the things with Rapunzel's story, even as a kid, I was like, that would hurt so much to have <laughs> someone climb your hair. I do love they kind of created a physical justification as to how you could climb someone's hair and not have them absolutely fucking murder them. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, she comes down and... Yeah, she's super blissed out by finally be touching the ground for the until first time she, in her entire life. Until she starts to feel horribly guilty about being a terrible this daughter. This is the funniest scene in the whole movie. And then yeah. going back to, oh, it's awesome! I'm the worst ever! I'm having so much fun! I'm such a terrible daughter! This, there's one, the other funny, arbitrarily bit in the movie that made me laugh way harder than it should be. There's one mo- in the middle of that where she's swinging up towards being happy, where she's rolling down the hill and she gets rolled up in her own hair. Mm-hmm. And she's essentially co- cocooned in it for a minute. And she shrugs up her shoulders and goes, Goo! And I thought it was so fucking hilarious. Yeah. I have no idea why. It just hit me the right way that it rewinded. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she she's at war with herself. Flynn yeah. even literally mentions it that yeah, way. He tells her that she's at war with herself, but it's part of growing up. Gotta leave the nest. Yeah. Uh, he tries to get out of the deal by being like, uh, Yeah, there's a little skeezy you know, Flynn. You'd probably break your mother's heart and crush her soul. But she's like, no, I'm going to see this deal through. And then the bushes start to take, and she jumps behind Ryder. She's like, is it a ruffian, a thug, and a bunny? 
tiny little I thought it was going to be more of a joke with the bunny, but no, that's it. And yeah. He realizes how jumpy she is, and so he decides... Well, he's like, we should probably avoid places with ruffians and thugs, huh? Yeah, yeah. Are you hungry? I know a great place. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to take her somewhere where there's lots of thugs and ruffians. They're going to be bad stinky people there. And she's like, where is yeah. it? And he's like, don't worry, you'll know by the smell. So then we go to the horse Maximus. Who's He's, smelling the ground? Go, yeah. go, 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 He's sniffing around, sees a water poster of Flynn, but it doesn't quite look like Flynn. So the horse covers his nose up and is like, oh! And then he eats that. <laughs> I never understand movies like this where uh, someone is tracking somebody with the uh, with water posters all over the place, but will take the poster with... I can see if you're looking, if you just want to keep a copy of the poster to see what the person looks like, but if you already know what they look like... You're just you're decreasing the chance that person's gonna get captured if you're tearing down all their wonder yeah. posters. But anyway, he is a badass knight. But then he hears, the cartoon. A, he's, he hears a noise and hides behind a rock, and he jumps out. But it's only Mother Gothel. Yeah. Oh, that's like, right. And then yeah. she's like a palace horse. <gasps> oh shit, Rapunzel! This is the most savvy I've ever, I think I've ever seen a cartoon villain be, where she like puts two and two together and she realizes, well, she must think. Well, that, she's like, like, yeah, where's your rider? Oh fuck. Yeah, and she's yeah. And she runs off back to the tower. 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 tower wrong it's it's not the yeah it's it's not the king's guard she has to worry about but the, yeah the somebody's within the vicinity plus if she had tower. gone back she probably wouldn't have gone out for the paint because how slowly was she walking through the woods that like three hours later she's just still within like 20 feet of the the, the cave's entrance yeah, who yeah. knows uh she goes back secret entrance to the tower uh oh girls that's right there's to, a yeah there's a way to get in without the hair oh yeah which makes sense because how why else why, why would anyone even build a tower without yeah. at least some kind of actual entrance yeah. girls nowhere to be found and but as she's freaking out she notices a gleam under the staircase finds the crown and the satchel along with a wanted poster of flynn mm-hmm. and she's like oh so she grabs a dagger out of a drawer and hits the road yeah it's a good dagger good cartoon villain dagger yeah so then Ryder and Rapunzel walking along, and they're like, I know it's around here somewhere. Ah, there it is, the Snuggly Duckling. It's a quaint place, perfect for you. And not, <laughs> snuggly Duckling. Not shockingly, it is full of thugs and dangerous types. They go in there, and everyone's it already... It smells like man, and dirtier man. I think he specifically smells like the color brown, and she's just like, <laughs> oh, which is actually, that's for a cartoon, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty, uh... Uh, visceral yeah, description of what that place must be like. Yeah. yeah, she's a little freaked out holding her frying pan out in front of everybody. <laughs> when, when does this movie take place? Because every one of the bars seems to be like some kind of fucked up Mad Max Viking. Uh, I don't know. Oh. But then a big guy is like, is this you? And holds up a wanted poster of Thin. But it's got a big nose. Ladies and Flynn Rider's like, no, that's just being mean. Did you see who the giant uh, thug is played by? No. Uh, he is played by the guy who played Jaws. I don't know his name. In... That's Richard Keel? Yeah. Was Richard Keel alive? No, he died and came back from the grave to voice <laughs> this character. Well, he was an ega. <laughs> <laughs> he laid down some vocal tracks for t- for, for a fair tale. I mean, movie, uh, that's pretty the... much his only line is, is this you? <laughs> that's cute. I had no idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I know... Yeah, like as we mentioned before... I don't know, did I mention before? Jeffrey Tambor yeah. plays the big nose guy. Yeah. Who plays the thug, the piano playing thug with a hook? That's uh, the guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, that's like the brother or whatever, yeah, yeah which yeah. I've only seen like half an episode of, but like yeah. that guy is a super distinctive yeah, voice. Yeah, and he voices tons of other characters. But yeah, they're about to tear about apart Flynn because they're all fighting over who's going to turn him in for the cash, yeah. for the reward. 
There we are. There's, there's, literally about to tear yeah, apart too. Which is and the Rapunzel part. uses her. She's like, I need him, and she uses her hair as leverage to on this branch inside, and it slaps <laughs> a thug on top of the head, and the way the wave. Of the uh, attack hits his body, it goes <laughs> and passes through him. What a fucking great piece of animation! Well, the timing is great too because it hits him on the head. His flab, yeah, just goes, a seismic wave goes through his body, yeah. and he doesn't turn instantly. There's a moment where everyone freezes, and he just like his head turns around like a pigeon, and he's looking at it. He's just got these big yeah. angry eyes. And, he's like, "Stop yeah. it! I need him to take me to see the lights." Yeah, he's I've, my guy. I've dreamt of it forever. Yeah. Find your humanity. Haven't any of you ever had? a dream and one guy approaches her all scary style yeah he turns around he, he takes the axe off the back of his back and everyone's <coughs> essentially he's he's yeah bears down on her yeah yeah and then it's time for the song about how all these horrible men have a dream <laughs> it turns into monty python and the and the holy grail They're, super yeah fucking i like though there's a guy who does like <laughs> i don't know how to describe the dance. shuffling dance yeah, yeah kind of like yeah oh my god Which like very monty python oh he's doing the kind of like the running man but yeah yeah but there's a really song about turned, guys are like doing the oompa doompa up and up and down yeah. dance and just like yeah, it gets, he wanted to be a concert pianist yeah. even with a hook for a hand uh he's got a line i'd rather be considered deadly for my show tunes medley <laughs> yeah. uh though i do like breaking femurs you can count on count me with the dreamers it's a goddamn cute song yeah, it's yeah. a good song everyone everyone in the pub's just a fucking idiot another guy wants to find love even though he's got a goiter and, and like, a big schnoz yeah, and just yeah. no chin <laughs> There's the fucking little old guy, which becomes a thing throughout the film. Little bearded guy, mm-hmm. and like they they're 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 pretending to be on a rowboat and on a date and all kinds of shits going on and yeah. yeah oh, and the fucking Richard Keel guy, he collects uh uh miniature unicorns. Yeah, yeah. I do love when he has two little baby ones and he makes them kind of kiss and then he makes this really freakish grin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that song it happens. It's fun. Yeah, uh, it ends. Really, is the, the movie's big kind of showstopper yeah. moment. Yeah, right as it ends, another thug person is like, "I found the guards," because they were like, "Get the guards. We're gonna turn him for the rider." Oh God, that's right. Yeah, the okay. guards come in there like, "Where's Ryder? I know he's in here somewhere. Tear this place upside down if you need to." <clears throat> but then the uh, guard, the thug with a hook for a hand, is like, "Hey, over here," and leads them to a secret tunnel. It is kind of funny because and he's like find your dreams and Flynn Rider goes <laughs> I will and he's not not you your dream's stupid I love how everyone's in love with Rapunzel it's 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 pretty cute and I love too the um the secret hatchway is covered by uh a secret hatch in the floor with the the the, the swaddling duckling logo on it mm-hmm. and uh, the lever that that opens up that hatch is one of the pub pull levers for the yeah. uh, for the beer tap mm-hmm. and actually <laughs> the top of it just has a little duckling too it's yeah. goofy cute they can't yeah. find Ryder Anywhere in the place, because you're in the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, but then the horse comes in, Maximus, and points out the secret passage, because... For some a, reason, the horse is the only one smart enough to figure out what good horse. So oh, they follow... And I love that he's, t- he's essentially Tommy Lee Jones from The Fugitive. Yeah. Yeah. So they follow into the tunnel, uh, leaving the Stammington brothers behind with one single guard to guard them. And oh, they God, escape. Yeah. They break free pretty easily. I forgot the Savington brothers are there too. Yeah, yeah. they show up and every. And, well, in the, well, even during the big song, even before this, Mother Gothel can hear. Oh yeah, she she, she, she peers in yeah. from outside and sees Rapunzel. Everyone in the movies there. essentially, they're in the pub yeah. or they're right outside the pub right now. Yeah. So uh, they start chasing them, and Paul F. Tompkins stumbles outside. <laughs> 
Which uh, I didn't realize who that was, but yeah. Yeah. This really is the only lines in the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he sees Gotham and he's like, hey, pretty lady, you're looking good. And she's like, oh, stop. And then she pulls a knife on him. And he's like, where's the end of that tunnel? And he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess he's in the animated show that's going on, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm guessing they got plenty of the thugs back for that. They got uh, Mandy Moore, who reprises her role. They couldn't get the same guy to play fucking Flynn Rider, which, what the fuck that guy doing these days? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Anyway, but, you know. So, uh, as Flynn, Flynn and uh, Rapunzel are walking through the tunnel, she asks about his past, but he doesn't do backstories. Uh-huh. He asks her... Despite the fact that he narrated the whole backstory of the film at the beginning, but, yeah, Wagga He Wagga asks Wagga. her why... Uh, if she wants to see the lantern so's badge, why she hasn't gone before, but before she can answer, the ground starts to shake and they see the guards chasing them. Uh, they so run, it turns into the goonies. They chase. They come out of the tunnel into a dam reservoir type dealy box. Oh yeah, outdoor yeah, like outdoor. yeah. And so there's more of a chase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well there's something where the, the guards come out and uh, Rapunzel's like, who's who are the guards? And and then she's like, well, who's that? And who's well, the yeah. horse? Who are they? They don't like me. Yeah. What about him? He doesn't like me either. Then the horse comes. What out. about that guy? You could just assume everybody doesn't like me. But they're backed up. They're on the cliffside. Yeah. She swings over to another cliff to get away. Still go. She goes totally Indiana Jones. And yeah. Like Flynn's totally flabbergasted. Uses but she's her the hair. one who has. I like. She's the one who has the uh, ambition. She's the one who takes initiative. Yeah. In this Leaves a frying pan with him. Yeah. And he does a sword fight. Beats up all the guards handily with the frying pan he's like who knew but then a sword comes out of the side of the screen and he's gotta fight the horse with the frying pan and the sword and he's like i want you to know this is the strangest thing i've ever done i almost would have liked if they hadn't called out how ridiculous that situation is but it's still great but yeah, yeah. it's that's that's yeah um the horse knocks away the frying pan but then rapunzel uses her hair to save him they run does she like leash happens. oh yeah sir because she like it's weird how because the first thing you ever really see of Rapunzel's hair in the movie is it's a sentient snake that's fucking with Pascal, yeah. and it never really happens again. I guess this mm. is something that was supposed to be more of a thing in in earlier versions of this movie where she can control her hair like a snake, but she can still still do some crazy things like yeah, exactly, like throw her hair out, wrap it around yeah. his hand, yank him around, fl- fling him over to the little platform she's on, and they keep yeah. running. Yeah. Yeah, and through a series of events, the whole dam comes down, and yeah. kabloosh, kablash, Flora, washes away everybody chasing them. It is pretty cute when Flynn's actually on top of, like, the 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 the, the water trough, mm-hmm. and he's actually, like, like he's fucking waterboarding. Down. Not it's waterboarding, ve- fucking... <laughs> it's very Uncharted. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> Even the location seems like something from an Uncharted game, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but as the, the, the water's rushing, it knocks away the guards and also, uh, the Stabbington brothers who are also there. Uh, <laughs> they just, yeah, they just happen to be in the background. And it knocks over a giant boulder and they run into a cave, but the boulder slams against the entrance of the cave and traps them in there. And it doesn't quite stop the flow of water, so it's rising in there. Mm. And they stuck. They can't get out. Uh, it's too dark, right? You can't find passage. He even cuts his hand. He gets a booboo across the palm of his hand. Yeah, while Rapunzel's like, like smashing at the ceiling with a frying pan yeah. trying to get out too, but yeah, nothing's working. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Flynn, and she cries. But then he's like, Eugene. My na- real name is Eugene Kitts Herbert. And she's like, oh, I have magical hair that glows when I sing. Oh shit, that's just what they need! Oh ho ho! And I do like to... She sings the song real quickly, 
Right. I think she only has time to get the first verse out, like yeah. hair, magic, glow, sing and yeah. shine, before the water rises up. Mm-hmm. And I do like, it's not even just that the fact that the hair is glowing, but the hair is automatically drifting towards the one spot where the water's kind of like leaking yeah. out of the cave. And so that's, well, Flynn recognized that, and that's, he swims down and he starts like pounding yeah, at the wall and away. tearing it apart. You know? And the hair's power goes away and it stops glowing just in time for the, the boom, burst through. But you know what? I didn't realize this was a 3D movie because I forgot this movie came out right at the height of popularity of 3D mm. movies. And there was a way his hand bursts out of the wall. And I was like, oh, that's a 3D movie mm. moment of like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the his hand bursts out, water comes out, they all fly out, and yeah, everyone's. He's okay. like, her hair glows. Why does her hair glow? What? And uh, she's like, Eugene, it doesn't just glow. And then that scene's done. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I just. Re- it also gives a wicked handy. It's a real anticlimactic ending for that scene. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the tunnel that they were trying to escape through originally. Uh, Gothel's waiting for them to come out, but instead of Rapunzel and Ryder, it's the Stammington twins. Oh, yeah. They come out and they're like, I'll kill that Flynn Rider! And that gives Mother Gothel an idea. She gives him the crown and is like, oh, if that's all you want, be on your way then, but I got something that's worth a shit ton more than some fucking stupid crown. And they're like, oh. And that's not even the best part. And she's like, yeah, it comes with revenge on Flynn Rider! And they're like, hmm. And the two Ron Perlman's go, hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, then it's back to Rapunzel and Flint. She's wrapping her hair around his hand. This has been a long day. This is the end of the day. They're by yeah. a campfire. Dusk is settling in. And she's like, listen, don't freak out. Okay? Don't freak out. And then she sings her healing song. And the lizard's like, Pascal's looking at him like, yeah. Yeah, I know what's going on. We got it gonna be cool. Don't you worry, boy. It's gonna, it's gonna and it be cool. cool. It's the one time in the movie you really get, get to see her hair do thing in its own. There's no rush. No one's dying or anything like that. Yeah, yeah she sings the song. It's a very pretty now song. Now his hand all good. It's all good. He starts to freak out. Yeah. But then she's like, don't freak out. So he don't. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> she's like, Does he just go to sleep after Well, no. He's like, what the he... heck is that? And she's like, I don't know. I've been doing it forever. And if it gets tut- cut, it turns to brown. Oh, that's right. And she, she shows, a little shows bit off of the little tuft hair. of, yeah, the brown hair. Yeah, yeah. And it loses its power. Hmm. And, and also, I've been in that tower my whole life. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I can socialize with anyone at all. Yeah. I should be the most Asperger's motherfucker on the planet. Uh, he tells her a story about how he used to read books. Oh, that's about right. About a guy named Flynn He explains Ryder. the Eugene Fitzpatrick yeah. thing, yeah. He decided to name himself that because Eugene isn't the coolest name. Which I guess becomes a big thing in the series because they add a new character to the show who thinks he actually is the Flynn Rider from the books mm. and like has this whole hero worship relationship with Flynn Rider and Flynn's having to be like, no, I'm not the guy from the books, but mm. he's trying to make a name for himself outside of that. So yeah. It's actually kind of a cute dynamic. Mm. But anyway, she's telling he's telling her about uh, Flynn Rider and she says, was he a thief too? And it's kind of refreshing that there's a lead guy in a movie who does, isn't pretending to not be what he is. Like, in most Disney no, or yeah, other kids' movie, up. he wouldn't be like, oh, no, I'm not a thief. I'm a cobbler or some shit. Mm-hmm. He That's, wouldn't be pretending, and she wouldn't Aladdin know. Half Aladdin works on that. Yeah. Or if Aladdin just wised up and said, don't be an asshole. Come on, just, yeah. yeah. And she knows. She knows he's a thief. Exactly, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's very refreshing that that, it isn't the if anything, normal trope. A big part of the scene is how ruefully he is about how he is a thief, and he does d- didn't live up to the standards of this Flynn character he likes so much, and he's just kind of a schmuck who grew up on the yeah. streets. Yeah. She asked him if he was a thief too. She, he's like, "No, nah, yeah, all the money he could ever want was able to do whatever he wanted." Uh, and 
Rapunzel tells him, for the record, I like Eugene Fitzherbert way better than Flynn Rider as a name. And he's like, you'd be the first, but thanks. And then he goes to get more firewood. But, ah, shit, my Gothel shows up. Man, I, like, I do love the moment he is fucking five feet away. She just shows up with a shroud of fucking fog. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, uh, we're gonna go home now. And, uh... Rapunzel's like, I know, you don't understand, I've been having such a wonderful journey, plus, I think he likes me. And Gothel's like, no, no, you know, don't be silly, yeah. now come with mummy, and she's like. And it turns a little bit of a reprise of her yeah, villain she's song. like, yeah. no, and now there's a song about how Rapunzel knows best, Ugh, I guess you know best, Again, still you know trying so really much more than and... mom. Oh. God, if, you, if, you li- if you think he likes you so much, give him this. And she throws the crown back to her and is like, but don't come crying to me when he leaves you after getting that crown. The way she leans in to... Leans in about the crown as soon as he gives... as soon Suggesting that the moment that Rapunzel gives up the crown, he's going to turn on her and also, leave her. It really sounds like it's a euphemism for her for JJ. Because the whole thing is like, oh, oh he's just using you to get to this, all. and the moment he gets this, he's not going to want you anymore. I don't, Listen to mommy. Yeah, I don't think they, that's what they were going for. I don't think so, but, but it, like, But I'm sure there are super time, religious like, people out there who are like, that's what that means. Just watching it the second time, though, I picked up on, like, this 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 could be euphemism for something else. But, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's not really, but, you, you, yeah. If you're a dirty-minded son of a bitch watching this movie, you're going like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, the, the next morning, uh, Flynn, Speaking of which. Yeah? Rapunzel now has the crown yeah. and the satchel. Yeah. Where the, speaking of her for JJ, where is she keeping it for the whole next day? Because you don't see it again. She probably until... made like a pocket in her Hopefully, hair. Because she's slender. She's got nothing but a dress. Maybe she's just keeping. She has it between her legs and her dress the whole for the whole next day. But yeah, uh, they wake up the next morning. Well, yeah. Flynn comes back from gathering firewood and they settle down for the night. Gotha tells the stabby brothers, hey, wait a second, wait a second. Oh, Good things right. come to yeah. those who wait. Because the wanted... stabbing brothers are ready to move in and just fuck both of yeah. them up. But yeah. So uh, the next morning, Ryder wakes up to some drip drops on his face and sees the horse standing above him who is dripping wet. <laughs> He's like, well, I hope you came to apologize. And then, ah, he screams. And Rapunzel wakes up, and her and the horse have a tug of war with Flynn Rider. Oh, that's right, because the horse is ready to bring in. It's yeah, he's like, "Fuck you! I found you. I'm gonna bring you in for yeah." yeah he's gonna, he's essentially just gonna arrest Flynn Rider, yeah. but yeah. But then Rapunzel works her Rapunzel magic on the horse and charms his his ways and gets she him to like, him sit. Like a dog, but in a good way. She's yeah. like, "Yeah, exactly." Sit, and he sits down like a dog and wags his tail, and she's all like, "Oh, you're such a good boy." Yeah. And he's all like, "Nobody oh, appreciates you, dude." Yeah, and I do love. He gets so like super, like yeah, nobody does appreciate <laughs> me. It's, the most... it's a cute goddamn movie, man. Yeah. Uh, so she's yeah. like, "The thing is, I need him. So if you could not arrest him, and the horse is like, I don't know about yeah. that." And she's like, but in 24 hours, you two can chase each other around to your heart's content. Deal? And Ryder She ho- says, well, then she says, plus it's my birthday. Well, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so Ryder holds out his hand, but the horse doesn't want to okay, shake okay, his hand. Yeah. And she goes, and it's also my birthday. And so the horse agrees to deal with the frown. I do like how he reconsiders. They shake He's hand. like, mm, hands? Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> they the, shake they do, on they it. They do the one, one pump but, yeah, shake. But then when Rapunzel yeah. walks away, the horse punches, kicks him, whatever you want to say, in the gut. Yeah. So they get to the city. A begrudging truce is called between Maximus and, and yeah. Flynn. Yeah. Uh, her hair's getting in the way. 
people are tripping on her. She's tripping on her. It's I, fucking everywhere. Oh, well, I do like when they first enter, she's totally like a little kid visiting Disneyland. Because yeah. she's totally like, just, oh my god, what is this? And even actually, you know, the town actually kind of looks like fucking Disneyland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she has. Yeah, they see some little redheaded girls braiding each other's This is hair. a cute gag, yeah. So he's like, and then like points at her, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" They're all yeah! like tiny versions of Anna from Skull. Frozen. Yeah, they're all like, "Oh my god!" And they and they, they, yeah. they braid her hair, and they bring five buckets of uh, <laughs> fucking flowers and weave yeah. them into her hair, and and uh, there's a great scene where uh, uh, Rapunzel is showing off her new braided hair, and she's doing the whole fetching, kind of like, "Oh look at me!" And then Flynn's like. Uh, his boner kicks in for the first time, <laughs> and the horse catches it, and he's like, brruh, brruh, horse and gives him a nudge, like, yeah, I see you looking. <laughs> and Flint's like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You don't know yeah, me. You, moo, moo. Just because you're a horse, when you get a boner, everyone can see it. Don't fucking give me stats. So she's having fun. She sees her uh, mural of the king and queen holding a baby. And that like, happens to look a lot like uh, her. Green But then eyes. she gets distracted with music and dancing. And yeah. And she's having a grand old time. She's dancing, drawing chalk on the sidewalk. She's grabbing reading people. Books, like, you're going to dance with me. Fuck yep. you, whatever you were doing. You have to go home. No, fuck it. You're going to dance with me. It's so much fun. Da, 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 Good da, times. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and, and it, uh, there's a couple times where Flynn and Rapunzel almost start dancing with each other when they get pulled away by other mm-hmm. people. The and anticipation then, is just ungodly. I was. What what did you say? I, I I paid for the whole seat, but I only needed the edge. Correct. <laughs> I can't remember what you said that in regards to something recently, but that was how I was feeling. But yeah, uh, they so, but they did finally do slam yeah. together, and they're like, <gasps> mm-hmm. and then it's nighttime, and they were out to the middle of the lake by the castle to watch the lanterns go up. And Flynn Rider's like, or no, she's like, what if this shit isn't everything I dreamed of? And he's like, no shit, girl, it will be, it will be. And she's like, but then what? What if it is everything I dreamed of? He's like, did you find a new dream? It is a good point, what do you do after this? Like, this is all you ever want to do in your whole life while you're about to see some lights. I guess go home. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then uh, she's like, mm, yes, I see. Inside the castle, the king and queen are getting ready. They're watching Cake Boss. They're watching Cake <laughs> Boss. They're... It's so weird, because you think it would be this big dramatic thing for them releasing the lanterns, mm-hmm. but no, they're like having fun watching TV and their maid just comes in. we got to do this lantern shit. And they're like, yeah. fuck that princess. <laughs> we got, we replaced her with five, 15 more kids. Fuck that princess. <laughs> they're getting ready. Uh, and even after 18 years, the king is still like, the, it's like, he this is like saddest I've ever seen any character in anything ever. That's look. my, one of my big notes is just, <laughs> holy shit. And there's no, even there's not even any dialogue. You never, no. her parents never speak throughout any of the film. And he's just, you think the mom would be super bummed. I mean, she's obviously super bummed, but like the dad's ready to fucking shoot himself. He's you got tears on his face. He's oh right. man. And like the mom's all like, every like, year hooks. he's reminded of this child and just Oh no. no! So and they go out and they they go they, out to they... that balcony and launch the first lantern. Yeah, and through it, it's a overhead shot oh, of the whole notice, village. We should oh. also point out that the lantern they launch has the the kingdom's sigil yeah, on it. Sun. It's got the sun, which that was also what's um, Rapunzel was painting on the side on yeah, the, the floor. Sidewalk. This starts becoming a little more. And of a she thing got in the film she got now. a piece of a uh, cloth with a no, the, from a vendor. Yeah, they bought yeah. it essentially a handkerchief with yeah. the, with the corona on it. Yeah. So it's an overhead shot, and they launch their lantern, and then throughout the whole village, this is really other nice. ones start popping off and yeah. getting lit up and start flowing. All the way out to the ships scene. in the bay, like they mm-hmm. release their boats, and it actually, this is one of the prettiest things I've ever seen in an animated film. Mm. Yeah, it's gorgeous. 
So uh, Rapunzel gets super excited as shit pops off. Her internal, so excited, her, her internal monologue starts singing a song. <laughs> it really does. From what I thought, like maybe the video file had fucked up, and maybe her lip sync was off or something like that. I do like also when she sees the first lantern set off by she doesn't know it's her parents, but by her parents. She almost capsizes the boat. Cause she's so excited just to get to the front of the boat to get as close to the yeah. lanterns as possible. And but yeah, the whole song kicks in. She turns kind of a vague song, but it's all yeah. like I didn't know that life could be so cool. <laughs> And then Flynn's Flynn's singing a song about, I didn't know booty could be so delicious. She turns around. (laughs) Ryder's holding two lanterns. Oh, that's They launch them back up in the air. And then the lanterns dance around each other and they start humping. Go a bit towards the end before they fade away. She's like, I have something for you too. Now that I'm 18. (laughs) (laughs) Out of her vagina, she just squirts it out, pumps her arms. But she's like, I should have given it to you sooner, but I was scared. I don't think I'm scared anymore, you know? And he's like, I'm starting. Because she gives him the stashel with the crown in it. But he he just puts it down and takes your hand. And you know, don't care about and it And the no chameleon tries to start singing Kiss the Girl, but he can't because <laughs> he can't speak. So he's just like... Ah, yeah, ah, mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. So it is very he sings romantic. a song about how she's the treasure that he's been looking for. Oh, yeah, the whole world is shifted and all kinds of... It gets yeah. all romantic. They sing together. The ace is like a, a lan- song... A lantern lands on their boat, it catches fire, and they die. <laughs> and the name of the song tragic. is called Barely Legal, When There's Grass on the Field, Play Ball. Mm-hmm. It's whole oh, man, this movie gets weird in the middle. Yeah, yeah it gets soft. Yeah. But, yeah. So, th- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many houses they have burned down, because like, at least like 50,000 lanterns every year, and some yeah. of them have got the land in someone's backyard. I don't or know. Oh, my God. So they're about to kiss, but then Ryder sees the Stamington brothers on they're the shore. Right. She's like, Rapunzel's eyes are closed. She's ready. She just wants her face invaded by that tongue. <laughs> and then, yeah. So, uh, instead of explaining anything to her. Kiss her for a moment, then go over. But then, I mean, he does recognize what threat this. I mean, they're, they're called the Stabbington brothers, for yeah. Christ's sake. I can see why he's not going to. He's going to try to attend to this as immediately as possible. How he goes over to the shore, yeah, grabs the satchel, and is like, I'll be right back. I got something to take care like, of. Is he like, jump? 50 feet to the water because like he suddenly like teleports no they they, no they they get is she there with him yeah okay yeah yeah. because um he takes the satchel to stabbington brothers leaves her behind oh that's right because she's on the shore too because he's like here i don't want this no more you guys can have it Uh, this i got confused at this part of the movie even watching it the second time I understand why Flynn runs off mid-kiss to give the crown to the Stabbington brothers immediately after Rapunzel presents her with the presents him with the satchel before they almost kiss during the lantern celebration. But but why doesn't he just give it back to her or take it back to the king and queen? Oh, that's right. It's no one has yet put together the super obvious fucking fact that Rapunzel is the missing princess. Because even at this point, you think. Flynn would have is seeing the mural at back in town. Yeah, and stuff. but it's she the same thinks, time. You know, I think, I, mean, I, I think about why. that sometimes, and I'm like, to them, they're not in a movie, so they're I not a know, main character. I know, but yeah, but yeah, but even then, watching it a second time, I was like, it, this didn't seem to make as much sense as watching it blindly the first time because you don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. But like, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. But she does. Well, but yeah, we'll get there in a second. But yeah, but they're like the the Stabbington brothers, are like we don't want that no more. We want the girl. Oh, He's that's right, because Gothel. What was Gothel's plan here? Because she. That's what I was going to ask, because everything had to go perfectly for this to work. Yeah. Flynn Rider had to not get arrested hmm. in town. He had to give the Stavington brothers back the satchel with the crown on this shore where they were standing. And she would have to be able to take out both Stavington brothers, because 
she's gonna have to take them out some way because yeah. she's told he, she has told them about the magical she healing got process. Really lucky because her plan is very bad. <laughs> yeah, and it it does go off as as she wanted it to more or less. Yeah, but yeah. Because Stephanie brothers walk up and she's. Or she's she hears somebody approaching and she's like, oh, I thought you were off with that with the satchel. Yeah, because now now the, the, lanterns, the fog's and, rolling in because yeah, the fog like, always seems to follow Gothel around in this movie. Did, he did leave you. Look at the boat over there, and there's a very stiff Flynn <laughs> Rider just piloting a boat you away. Think even Rapunzel would just be able to like kind of periodizing up. Well, he's obviously just tied to the wheel. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm not an idiot. It's, yeah, I always because he is. Just, I always have issues yeah. with shit like this where people don't question shit like that. They're like. That doesn't really make sense. At least Rapunzel is so sheltered that kind of makes sense. I if guess. there was anybody more worldly than this, it makes sense. But it's a little like, yeah, because I mean, and then the Savington Brothers are like, "How much you think that magic hair that keeps people young forever is worth?" She runs. Her hair gets snagged on a stump. But kabomp kabomp. She hears two people get knocked out, and Gothel's like, "Rapunzel, come!" I'm surprised here. Gothel just knocks them out and just doesn't shiv them while they're down on the ground. Yeah. But yeah, because like so I said, she has to kill those guys. <sighs> Otherwise, she knows they're always going to come back for the hair, even I if guess. yeah. Except they don't know where the tower is. <sighs> That's true too. But they know of Rapunzel, and yeah. the word gets out. Like so, she takes her back to this tower. It's very sad. I yeah. told you the world the was the evil. Oh, oh yeah, and then fucking Rapunzel actually runs back into her arms and is crying and shit and just yeah. Ah, oh, goddamn this fucking the... movie. Fuck awful. <laughs> the boat uh, riders on bumps into the docks. He is tied to the mast with the. Um, crown tied in his hand. Fucking Stabbington Brothers, what are you doing? You could have had the crown and the girl. Don't send the crown back with him. What are you doing? Can, he, he, you like, dumb dums. Unless Gothel's got magic powers. She just fucking Gothel and says, they, don't do that. And, and they, they also fuck, just, no, no, we got the best of They just worlds. trust Gothel that this girl with uh, hair actually has healing power. That's why I was shocked to see that the crown is back with Flynn again. It makes yeah. no sense, but yeah. Well, but, again, it's a cart. Whatever. But anyway, no. he wakes up because he was knocked down. He's like, "Oh, Rapunzel!" And the guards get him and are <laughs> leading just, him away. He's like, "Rapunzel!" They came to the guards. He has to be drinking coffee like five feet above yeah. him when he yeah smacks into the dog. But the but, horse hears this and it's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, I've got to formulate a plan." Yeah, I, so, I for some reason the horse is just by the shore, five feet away from where the. Well, they told him wait here. We're gonna. Oh, that's because right, he was dog. there. He was already and he there left when they. a bunch of apples. Oh, that's right. So he probably he's probably just pooping out those apples right now yeah. when the boat comes back. That's okay. 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 So okay. riders the next day, riders in jail. He's gonna get executed. Mm -hmm. They do not waste time in this town. Hey, it's middle, you know, fucking 18th century shit, man. They can, yeah. yeah. At Why the, wait for the court? At the tower, Gothel pulls the last flower out of Rapunzel's hair and is like, there, it's like, it never Oh, back happened. in the tower, yeah. And she's, she notices Rapunzel's sad and is like, I tried to warn you, the world is pretty garbage. And uh, leaves to go make her some parsnip soup or something. Well, what the fuck she was tempting her with at the beginning of the yeah. movie, yeah. Uh, Rapunzel flops back on her bed, very sad. Well, you see, like this and, whole scene, like like the Gothel's been talking to her, but she's been unresponsive. She just has her hands clasped together, yeah, and she yeah. she unfolds a sun print napkin she got at the festival, and somehow looking up at her ceiling, she subconsciously notices that she's been painting that fucking sun print all over the fucking place. It is clever how it's not even necessarily she's been painting. 
It's not that she's been painting that same logo, but yeah. it's the negative space and all the stuff that she's painted has yeah. created pictures of. And it lights up, and she's like, oh, shit! And she even has oh! a flashback to a baby. Yeah, and the camera the slams through her eyeball, like, at the end of fucking Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the fucking Egon Spengler. She sees her parents, and they match the mural she saw. And she's oh, like, and then the fucking, she recognizes... Ah, shit! She recognizes the Corona sigil. It was on, the, on, the, on her mobile over mm-hmm. her crib, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, she puts two and two together. The camera slams back out of her eye. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And it is Flynn Rider. Back to him. He's getting led to the gallows. Sees the Stabbington brothers and, like, knocks over the guys that are leading him. And like, how'd you know about that girl? And he's, uh, what the fuck, man? And the Stabbington brothers like, the old lady told us. And then he gets drug away by the guards. He's like, no, she's in danger. Again, there's no, no reason why the Stabbington brothers should even be alive at this point. But anyway, eh. but yeah. Well, they had, I guess they had to know, he needed a reason to know that Rapunzel was back at the tower. Oh, no, 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 but I'm just saying from Gothel's perspective. Oh. Like, eh. why is she, yeah, I don't know. Eh. Yeah. Uh, so back at Rapunzel's tower, Rapunzel comes out of her room and is like, I'm the lost princess. Ugh, speak up. You Which... know I hate it when you mumble. I'm the lost princess, aren't I? Gothel got no poker face, just stares at her like, fuck. Well, and they then she... set up the whole mumbling thing once earlier in the movie just to set up this, just so she can have this Judd Hirsch of the like, Breakfast Club moment. Aren't I, mother? Or should I even call you that? Did I mumble? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, fucking Gothel's eye goes wide and she's like, <gasps> but only for a moment though. And then she's like, oh, but, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, she's still trying to talk her way out of this, but yeah, it ain't She working. gets up pretty fast because. Yeah. Rapunzel stands up to her mother and talks some straight up shit. Mm-hmm. You protected me from world? I should have been protected from you. She shoves, like Gothel stumbles into a mirror and Breaks knocks the mirror. it over and it shatters it's the, everywhere. It's the same mirror she was using to fucking show off what a fucking mess that, supposed mess that Rapunzel is. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, earlier in the and film. she's like, and you'll never use my hair ever again. She, Gothel's like, fine, you want to be me to be the bad guy? Oh, I'm gonna be the bad guy. Isn't this the thing where, like, like, and you just see her walk off camera towards Rapunzel, but then the scene fades to black. Yeah. It's a little, little inconclusive with the, what the hell she's about to do, but well, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the point. I know, but it's, you think there'd be more of a button on it's that scene. It's not like she's instead... gonna be walking forward, punching her fist <laughs> into like her Pascal open does hand. does after yeah. the rest of the movie when, uh, when, when, when talking about Flynn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She suddenly develops a Brooklyn accent. Hey, what are you doing? I'm gonna fucking bust your fucking balls. This isn't related to anything, but when my niece was younger, yeah, and she couldn't speak incredibly well, her she would do that to her little brother. We don't know where she got it from, but his name is Sawyer, and she go, well, 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 Sawyer. And she would just do it randomly. She wouldn't be mean to him or anything. She'd just punch her hand and say, well, 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 soil. I can imagine Sawyer has a real complex about whatever he sees a cartoon character do that, because that's the only place you ever see No, it's not like this. They weren't mean to each other or anything. She just did it. It was weird. That's just how she said hello. Yeah. <laughs> she should be a fucking ambassador for the United States. Well, so, well, well, Gaddafi. <laughs> so back at the jail, oh, they're leading Flynn Rider, but then he notices a tiny porcelain unicorn sitting on a windowsill, and the doors suddenly close all around him. Oh, yeah. And the thugs show up to save the day. Well, there's a little thing where suddenly, like, one of the guards sees that there's a little baby unicorn porcelain. I just said... Flynn sees the porcelain unicorn on the window. <laughs> I, I was looking at my notes real quick to make sure I was up to date. Okay, yeah. 
Oh, uh, yes. the calling card yeah. of the pub crew. They bound the guards like pound on the door, like open up. And Paul Thomas is like, "What's your password?" And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Nope, not even close." And then the thugs beat up the guards. They there's an escape set and uh, there's some running around. Yeah, and one stuff, of the yeah. one of the thugs is like, "Head down, arms in, knees apart." And Flynn Rider's like, knees apart, and they launch him in the air, and he goes flying through the air. Which pays off a gag from earlier in the pub where they, like, launch pu- uh, uh, Flynn in the air by jump. Like, the same big guy, mm. this Richard Keel guy, like, slammed on a on, on a on a board in the pub, like, gotcha. launching Flynn in the air. This is how they get Flynn out of the yeah. courtyard, out of the, he the land, jail. He lands on Maximus, yeah. and he's like, you brought them here? Thank you. No, really, thank you. I feel like we didn't miss, we misunderstood. Uh, you're right, let's go. Yeah. So they head off to Tower Save Rapunzel. They, they do a great thing where he like leaps off the ramparts of the jail mm-hmm. and like goes flying through the air and there's a kid below going, Oh my god, slow motion of the horse essentially Maximus and Flynn Just are like flying a like CG Superman above horse them. cock flopping around from below. Oh my god, he's <laughs> peeing on my Oh there's face. those apples coming back. Ah! <laughs> I can just Splotch is like fucking 50 meters just oh well he has to get rid of weight so he can fly a little yeah. farther yeah oh my god so Flynn Rider's let's like let's see how fast you can really go Da-da-da. and they, they fly uh they get to the tower record time so uh Flynn... which the tower is like literally like five minutes yeah, away yeah it's not that far away yeah so Flynn runs up to the bottom of the tower is like Rapunzel Rapunzel let down your hair and her hair comes flying down and I uh, smell it fly up Oh, he climbs up and is inside. Oh shit! Rapunzel's all chained up and gagged. Oh no! Oh stab! He stabbed in the side by Gothel. Gothel! I was really surprised Gothel was this direct. I thought there was gonna be a big speech. This, yeah, no. no she, she just, just stabs a bitch. Shivs his ass. Yeah. A uh, fucking jail time fucking shiving. I did do like the how she is about how uh, Gothel tricks Flynn. By using uh, fucking Rapunzel's, Rapunzel's hair. hair. This is a direct callback to the original story where um, instead of being shivved in the original story, he fell backwards out of the window and into the briar patch, and that's how he gets blinded. Mm. And it's her Rapunzel's tears that makes him not blind, yes. and that's the end of that story. But I do like at least they're weaving, because this has almost nothing to do with the original story other than the basic set of girl with long hair in a tower yeah. and the name. But yeah, this is one little bit like yeah. So yeah, so yeah, Goth- fucked. Yeah, Gothel's trying to drag Rapunzel away out of the tower, take her where she'll never run away again and never be found. Oh, this is one little bit. I know this is a PG-rated film. Yeah, not even a drop of blood on that knife that she's buried into the hilt of fucking Flynn's ribs. Uh, yeah, I n- I fine. understand why, but it's a little bit like. For that kind of stabbing, though, that should be a little more... I mean, it was, it was funny, because you see his blood later. Like, his clothes are soaked, soaked with his own blood later. I mean, it's not quite Reservoir Dogs. But, anyway, but yeah, go ahead. That's just me being like... <laughs> Fucking oh, dumb. I'm going to Photoshop blood into this part of the movie just to make me happy. So she's like, I'll, I'll take you away. I'll never run away again. And Rapunzel's like, I'll never stop running from you. Fuck you. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna stop trying to break away from you. Mm-hmm. But if you let me heal him, I'll go willingly, and I won't ever run again. Just let me heal him. I'll go with you if you he- let me heal him, and we'll be together forever. And she seems to be honest about this too. This is. I mean, granted, there's no way out of the situation. I guess she has to be honest. It's not like she has any like yeah. Rapunzel has any cards up her sleeves that she could really use in this situation. Uh, so Gothel chains him up to a pillar and was like, "There, in case you get any ideas about following us," which. Even if Rapunzel heals him, he's chained to a pillar. He'll die. Yeah. <laughs> he would start to death Unless someone there. knows he's there or something yeah. like that, yeah. 
That's, yeah. So uh, Rapunzel goes to heal him, and he reaches up to hug her. But surprise, he got shard glass and wha-cha, cuts her the hair. The staging that is really nice, because you yeah. think he's just going to kiss her. Yeah. And I do like how a thing where she's willing to trade his her, her freedom for his life, but then he decides to trade his life for her freedom. Mm-hmm. It's very Well, as freedom as much as she can be if she's with Gothel. But yeah. it is just the slow motion of him like taking the glass shard from the broken mirror that was already set up, yeah. slashing her hair off, and just like, it is such a great, like, bonchong yeah. moment. And like, and it's a perfect haircut. Like, it's <laughs> very it stylish. Stylish haircut, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, and her hair turns brown, and all of her hair on the floor starts to, like, turn brown from gold. Yeah. And Gothel starts freaking out cr- like crazy, whoa. And it starts to age like crazy shit. It turns into the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, yeah. yeah. Um, the lizard Pascal trips her with uh, some of her. Uh, with Rapunzel's hair. With yeah. Rapunzel's hair, Which, yeah. Which at this point, you really didn't need to because she's already falling yeah. towards the mirror anyway. Well, it's great because like, she like looks in the mirror for a second. It's the last real bit you see of Gothel's face where you can see her face is like all re- broken up and refracted in the broken shards of the mirror. And she like pulls the, the shroud of her, older, yeah. Yeah, her, of her hood down over her face. And she's like, oh, my friend, what a world, what a world. And goes <laughs> she, flying out the window. Yeah, and, and before she hits the ground, she I has love, turned to dust. Well, that's one of the things I was like, oh, it's another Disney death where someone falls from death. No, she's, she's dead by the time she even hits the ground. Yeah. She's dust. She's yeah, rotted. Just, she's rotified. Like, I mean... This is a bitch in death. Yeah, it's a pretty it's good a, death. That's a little bit of a shame. You don't get to see more of her, like, you know, five minutes Her rotting away. show her to actually <laughs> turn into a Nazi skeleton and yeah. leave behind her Nazi pin, but, like, that's still pretty bad. And she fucking deserves it. It's in fact, true. I wish it wasn't, it, rather than, like, dying in 30 seconds, I wish it was, like, half an hour and she, like, <laughs> she, like, had to fall apart like Gina Davis and Beetlejuice with their jaw falling off and they could kick her in the face and pinata her ass. instead of turning to dust, it just went splorsh and turned to goo. <laughs> kept her in a bucket and pissed in it yeah chamber pot oh my god oh i didn't think about there's a whole po- there's got to be a whole pool of of Rapunzel poop shit and piss we <laughs> clean out her chamber pot every no, morning we don't think oh, about that no they don't poo in this world Come no on. disney people they got corks in their buttholes yeah they don't even have buttholes this is true they're barbie they are buttholes they don't they have buttholes <laughs> yeah but exactly. eugene's still dying yeah shit's so fucked up she puts her his hand on her head, tries singing. It doesn't work. It's very sad. And he's like, hey, Rapunzel, you were my new dream. And she's like, you were mine. I'd be dead. He actually does die. I thought it was going to yeah. be a moment where at least, like, well, <coughs> kind of a similar thing happens. And actually, like, I was mentioning how this is, like, the CGI Disney Renaissance equivalent of Beauty and the Beast. This is pretty much almost kind of the same ending where... The fucking hero is dead. Yeah. And he is... It's not just a matter of he gets saved at the last moment, but he is fucking gone. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Uh, she sings softly. It's very sad. It is because of the whole sad. what it, what was mine, what yeah. was mine. It's all very like, oh Bring man, back that sucks. what it was. Yeah, undo fate's design. Yeah. yeah. And her tears still got a little bit of that old raggy time magic I left in them. Do like like I mentioned, this is actually they're pulling from the original fairy tale yeah. here, but this is really out of from a, out of left field. Like something now, have her tears always been magical? Is it only now? Is it just the last drop of Who's that energy? Who's to say that her, her hair was the only magic thing on her? Maybe it was all of her. <laughs> Water sports could cause can, can, <laughs> can cure cancer. Yeah. Oh no, I don't think about her poop. Actually, it turns out all that poop and piss out there. It still, made a beautiful garden. Actually. You go out there, you could fucking heal everyone in the kingdom. Little by... Evil. <laughs> oh no. 
booty tag. But yeah, one last little bit of energy left. Yeah. Yeah. And at least he didn't have to lose his eyes for her tears to cure point. him. Well, what he? I mean, dying. I guess it's kind of worse. And as out of left field is the whole teardrop healing, saving, re resuscitating, re resurrecting mm -hmm. Finn is Flynn is. I guess his name is. Um, I, I do like well, nicely bookends because the whole story started with a teardrop from the sun. Mm -hmm. It ends with a teardrop from her who's made of sun. Yeah. It's a nice little it's thematic bookend a little bit. And but yeah. Yeah. Flynn she gets up. all lit up. He all better now. Yeah. Oh yeah, he got like fucking light coming out of his butt. And then they can't just have a nice moment. He's gotta say, Did I ever tell you I've got a thing for brunettes? I get that line of four out of ten. Yeah. It's passable. They could have well, yeah. Well I what else are you gonna like What what else can those juices do? I'm trying to think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made you wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine what other headline you could have him say that's not going to be some kind of fucked up double entendre or just make him look like a super butthole. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. So, at the castle, uh, guard wordlessly bursts into the king's and, ki kings and queen's quarter and is just like... <laughs> well, again, it's a nice little <laughs> wordless scene. Yeah. Yeah. They go outside. Ponzel's there with Flynn. The mom touches her face and says, Oh, there you are, Peter! And all the Lost Boys get super excited. <laughs> and it's 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 a touching moment. It is weird that her mom is barely aged in the 20 years that she's been gone. Which, granted, she, she took uh, partook yeah, she of the flower. Had, yeah, she drank from the flower. I don't know, she does have some gray in her hair and yeah. stuff like that. But it is, it is interesting to see how contrast... Because everyone talks about how... Uh, fucking Rapunzel looks just like Anna and what's her name from Frozen? I don't think so. Not real, and like you kind of kind of see how like well the adult version of the character design looks. No more than Ariel looked like, like Belle and all the Disney. Characters Although to me, look... they always did kind of seem kind of similar. Yeah. Rush, 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 it's the it's the Disney design. Mom's hot though. Dad's hot though. Everyone's on this. I'm gonna fuck everyone in this movie. You <laughs> Pascal, get back over here. Yeah. You're getting some of this pee pee. As long as you put a bag on that uh, Gothel's head, you're good to go. Yeah, or at least if she doesn't smile at me or like <laughs> meh. Uh, the king, queen, and Rapunzel all hug to collapse in the heap on the ground. Yeah. Mom reaches her hand out to shake Flynn's hand, and he, so he shakes it, but she pulls him in and hugs him, too. Presumably, if they have not seen all the wanted signs saying, hey, this motherfucker stole the crown. Probably but, not. I, yeah. They're probably pretty sheltered. They probably don't even care. They've no. been crying all week over it, the Yeah, if they... they brought back the daughter from it, who's been missing for 18 years, they'd probably be like, Pfft. And I know it's not that I don't kind of care story, who but you, you are. think also the parents would be a little suspicious. Like, there might well, I guess they are a little wary of who she is at the beginning. It isn't until the mom kind of gets close enough to recognize yeah. her as her being her daughter. But, yeah, I mean, short brown-haired lady, as opposed to the blonde daughter they lost, would be, like, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's, it's a good happy ending. Yeah, everybody gets a happy ending. <sighs> they partied for a week. The guy with the hook for her hand became the world's greatest concert pianist. Ugly guy found love. The mime didn't say every, anything, uh, so they just the assumed he was too. happy, so fuck him. Yeah. Also, did, he's a mime. He does do one of the best stupid mime... Is it even a mime thing or a dumb joke people do where they pretend to walk down the steps? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Uh, uh, and yes, Flynn and Rapunzel got married. It was all happily ever after. Well, the camera pulls out. You see, I guess they're lan lighting the lanterns again, but it's in the middle of the day. It's all big yeah. celebration and stuff. I guess it's part of the princess coming back celebration. Yeah. And uh, Flynn points out. Oh, he's like, oh! And after asking and asking a whole bunch, I finally said yes. Yeah. And then she's like, Eugene! And then, I can't remember what the last line is, but then the fucking old man. Yeah, the old short Paul of Tompkins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guy goes floating by, looking like a cupid, and he's like, me? Mm. 
and shoots an arrow I'm or something. I'm Chris. He makes a kissy face. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. And, and the movie ends. And what? then there's this fucking terrible end credits song. I am really shocked at how... Disney, I guess Disney credits sequences didn't get better until after this. Mm. I mean, I can't remember. I don't know what the Frozen... It's, so, it's just bleh. And the end, it's, it's just bleh. It's, it's kind of some drawings. It's, yeah, not very... Yeah, the, I like the drawings fine. But it's still not very interesting. But again, well, that's kind of my thing with all the songs in this movie. It's a little it's bit more of a the whiff. Song. But then there's um, like orchestral music that plays through the rest yeah, of the credits. Yeah, that's... Uh, and this movie's only an hour and a half, but there's fucking ten minutes of credits. A lot of people worked on this movie. A lot of fucking people. Why? Well, I, I saw somewhere, supposedly, this is this still is Disney's most expensive fa- animated feature they've ever done. It cost mm. them like $260 million. Wow. Well, it was in development for ten years, so I guess if you include all that... how much fucking Tangled shit they sold. Did they? I I bought hundreds of dollars worth of it for my fucking niece. Well, your niece got good taste. You got good taste. You're a good uncle. She was uh, she was very obsessed with uh, Tangle hair. Oh really? She, she couldn't really say Rapunzel when this came out because she was like two. Yeah. So she called her Tangle hair. I didn't even think about how what kind of dolls they had to create as tie-in for this. Stuff. I got before they they have them at like stores now, but when I went to Disneyland, I got her a, a Tangled a Rapunzel. A, uh, like I don't know. That's a big foot, ass doll. Foot tall doll, but it's a uh, baby Rapunzel or like toddler style. Oh Rapunzel. wow! So it's a giant, it was, like life size. Yeah, baby but doll. it was all. It was they had them for various princesses throughout oh. the Disney stuff, and they were all designed by uh, what's his name, King. A uh, Glenn King. Yeah, they were all designed by him. Wow. Okay. And you could only get them in the parks for a while, but I think they're you can buy them elsewhere now. And she had the hair and everything. I'm sure yeah. it was like super combable. Like yeah. must have gone crazy. No, with she the was hair. bald. <laughs> yeah, you have to go out buy get your own <laughs> straw and like glue it yeah. to the head. Yeah. Or cut off your own hair. It was weird. I was like, why is Rapunzel <laughs> bald? But whatever. I trust you, Disney. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so that's... That's yeah. tangled. It's like, cute. It's... That's... I like you said... It's it's better, it actually was better than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. I was expecting I this whole... This is the first time you've actually I was seen really it. This ex- is your project. Yeah, yeah. I was really expecting there to be this whole arc where, where Flynn Rider's hiding the fact that he's a thief yeah. and goes through that Because you always that know how that's going to turn hate, out. Where it's like... The girl finds out that he's not who he says he was, and it's all the, oh, boo, everybody gets depressed, but they didn't do that, and I was so thankful, Yeah, I hate Well, they seem to be a little more savvy about this story than usual, and yeah. part of that's, you know, because they were trying to make it a little more of a hip. They didn't want to bore audiences, so yeah. I guess they were trying to, uh, like, and I do feel steer like, clear of, of cliches like I that. I feel like Pascal was underutilized. Like, they didn't overuse him, which was good, but they no, didn't but... use him enough. I felt like he was a he's a strong character. They could have done more with him. I, I it's Yeah, because it, it's weird in the movie, because he's pretty much just a reflection of what uh, Rapunzel's always thinking and feeling, and not really his own character so much. Yeah. And, yeah, and like I said, they never really used his chameleon thing outside of, like, a couple color gags where, like, yeah. he puts a piece of orange in his mouth or and he, he turns scared orange. But he, he never, like, hides or anything stuff. like yeah. that. He gets kicked by Gothel. Sure that she's really fucking evil. <laughs> That's yeah, really the only reason why it. he gets kicked, but I guess also justifies him murdering I, her later. But. Also, what, where did Gothel get that tower? Especially with it being five minutes away from the from the main castle, the main town. Yeah. You think somebody like the king and queen would just like there would have been some kind of inspection crew out there just to say, yeah. "Hey, this is a royal property. What are you doing here?" Mm-hmm. Unless maybe she's like, ah, "This is ancestral Gothel homeland" or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Who knows? Who like, knows? what else you got? Well, I say got. Oh my god! Just to talk about how yeah, efficiently the story is in terms of just so... setting up the story. <laughs> and yeah, I think the music was so great. So. Oh yeah, that's my last my last story note is yeah, it's weird how Pascal the chame- uh, chameleon was never a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
So, you know, I got I got one big thing. In, so. Oh, yeah. What yeah. was that? Okay. You know how the thing when I read at the end of the podcast? Get a book. Oh, <laughs> exactly. No. Okay, okay, well, before you get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's your trivia thing about? Uh, it's about just the gestation of the film. It's one big block of just... Okay, so it's about the artwork and stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Gonna... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to bring this up before or after. Yeah, we'll see. I'll read it and you can... Okay. So this movie had a notoriously lengthy gestation process. With it starting as Glenn Keane's first directorial project in the late 90s, it was going to be hand-drawn fil- uh, f- feature, no less, uh, which then got upended when CGI boom happened, at which point uh, Keane agreed to make it a CG film only if they could create a CG film that looked like a Baroque or Rococo 18th century painting, to the point of Glenn Keane's daughter creating some amazing Baroque-style paintings of what he hoped the finished film would look like. Yeah. Um, See, that's why I thought you weren't going to like the movie. Because you are so fucking bad at this isn't what I thought it was going to be, therefore I don't like well, it. Well, that's the other thing. Cause and like, that's why I thought you were like, oh, this could have been that. So that's why we're... I never saw the film until now. Because yeah. for like there was a whole decade where Glenn Keane Glenn kept on saying, this is my pet project. I wanted like, if I'm going to do CGI, I want to do make a CGI film that looks like no other CGI film has come before. I'm going to, I want to make a blending of the best of both worlds yeah and the, the finished film not only did not turn out like that but then i guess in the marketing was all kind of like sh- not quite shrek but it was all like hip and attitude and i was like man this is totally not in retrospect it wasn't the opposite of what glenn glenn keen was shooting yeah. for there's some bones of what he was trying to do still in the film plus as far but, as cg animation goes it's got a it's it's good, Especially like the facial for, animation and the the like fast ticks or the comedy and for stuff. For a film that's almost ten years old yeah. now, it's 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 goddamn gorgeous. Yeah. Um, if they were making it today, you could probably do a couple technical things that look a little bit better. But like, no, it's a funny film and it's a gorgeous film and it's thumbs up. I could totally see why this movie kickstarted the whole new Disney Renaissance. Yeah. It's, it's 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 fantastic. But but yeah, turns out that. Glenn Keane's attempt to merge hand-drawn animation look with CGI technology uh, didn't happen because the technology just wasn't there at the time. Uh, this despite Keane, uh, Keane hosted a huge seminar called The Best of Both Worlds, where he hoped he could convince Disney's tech department to create a suite of new animation tools that would force computers to, to quote-unquote bend their knee to the artists and allow the animators to create whole new animation styles in CG. Mm-hmm. And part of that was going to be like, I want to make a computer-generated film that looks like a painting. I want there to be, like, you'd see the brush strokes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but that never really worked out. And the only real time that anything like that has really happened was with, with Paper Man. That was a short that mm-hmm. came out with, like, was it like Wreck-It Ralph? That was like a good, like, five years after this movie came out. And they yeah. still don't really have the tech to do exactly... A decade later, they still can't really... like Even if they tried to do what Glenn King was doing a decade ago, they couldn't still do it today. Yeah. Uh, at least in the way he wanted to do it. So anyway, all that stuff never worked out. And Glenn King also got sick and had to leave the project just as Shrek had become a monster hit, which caused Disney's head honcho, Michael Eisner, to reimagine King's Rapunzel movie as a hip, sarcastic reimagining of the fairy tale called Rapunzel Unbraided, which also went uh, eventually went nowhere. It was... I've looked looking up what Rapunzel Unbraided was. It was this weird thing where I guess it was supposed to be like Rapunzel and the prince that she falls in love with get sent to the real world. Ugh. And most of the story is going to be, it was still supposed to be CGI, but it was going to take place in the real world mm. with like this like short haired coffee barista who's kind of like 
uh, just like Rapunzel. Just like Rapunzel, and like the main, the her love interest was going to be a fat pizza delivery man played by Jack Black, and then Rapunzel and her prince end up meeting them, and they all four of them end up kind of like learning how to love from each other while they're being chased that's, by the evil. It's so the opposite of what you want Disney to be because you want Disney to be timeless, and that's so dated. Exactly, and I well, I guess Enchanted had just come out, which mm. has a similar thing. Although that's live action where you yeah. have cartoon characters. I've never seen Enchanted, but I've yeah. seen bits and pieces. And I guess they were trying to do that, but like instead of the real world being real life, it just I guess it was was going to go from two D to animation, and the mm. idea that the CG world was supposed to be quote unquote the real world, yeah. and just like. Just look at the production, just, I just look, look like fucking shit. And this mm-hmm. is all Michael Eisner's idea, and eventually Michael Eisner got kicked out of Disney, and so Rapunzel and Braided got shut down. Um, John Lasseter came in, this is when Pixar essentially took over Disney. Uh, he was like, oh, hey, Glenn Keane, why don't you come back? We really, really love the idea of what this Rapunzel movie you're trying to do. Come back, we're going to uh, kind of let you remount the, the, the story and try to redo this. Pretty much do what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But then Glenn Keane had a heart attack! That asshole. And so, he had to permanently leave the project. Well, not permanently, but, like, he did some story sketches and stuff like that. He was no longer in a position. He had a heart attack, but he got better, but he wasn't yeah. in a position to direct the film. So, they got the two directors, which I totally forgot who they are. They directed the film with Glenn Klinkakeen doing a lot of the character design and doing a lot of test animation. Like, his handprint... Like, if you look at fucking Rapunzel in this yeah. movie, she's... Like, the way she, like, talks out of the side of her mouth and purses her lips and her eyes and the way her hands and feet are... She's totally like a living Glenn, Glenn Keane drawing, yeah. but he just didn't direct it, even though he kind of from behind the scenes almost kind of did, just from how much visual input he into the film. And yeah, instead of just making a totally straight retro Disney movie mm-hmm. or going the Shrek route, they kind of split it down the middle where, you know, they made a new movie, a new fairy tale movie, but kind of made it, sassed it up a little bit so it could still be... So it could feel a little contemporary to modern audiences. Yeah. And there was a big deal about how uh, the filmmakers decided that, okay, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll try to make Flynn as important a character as Rapunzel, and so instead of calling it Rapunzel, we'll call it Tangled. Just, just, you know, it'll be a play off the whole Rapunzel idea, but, like, yeah. the the title will have more of a meaning rather than just, like, it's a Rapunzel princess story, and that kind of fed into the marketing, which I thought was kind of yeah, poopy back in the day. And which, I guess, this is Disney's new thing, considering that, like, every other movie they put out now it's instead of just saying what the name of the character in the movie is, it's got to be it's got to be an adjective. So you've got Tangled, you've got Frozen. I guess the next movie that they're going to do is Jack and the Beanstalk. And so called instead of Jack and the Beanstalk, it's called Gigantic. Mm. So they hit a fauna formula they really, really like. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered that really <laughs> shitty looking Jack and the Beanstalk that came out like what last year? There's two been a years couple. Ago, well, there was the one that Brian where Jack's Singer? like a warrior or some shit. Yeah, fighting Jack. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the trailer for that, and I, I had to fart to clear the air because it was so stanky. I mean, let's let's see if Disney can do their own good version. The, the, the they one... already did a good Jack of the Beanstalk. Oh, the Mickey Mouse. Yeah, one? yeah. What are you What are you gonna do? Like, just... five, four, five, five, four, I guess the new one I'm is uh, Jack goes up into the. I think the giant in this one is supposed to be a giant, like six year old girl. Yeah. Because that's one piece of concept art. It's like Jack, and he's up on the beanstalk, and he's like, there's literally a giant girl, like mm. six-year-old girl, like looking at him like, burr, burr, burr. but so yeah, Tangled, despite what I always wanted to hope. You know what the funny thing is? Mm. They said a lot of problems. Uh, one of the real reasons, too, aside from even the technology uh, technology not being there for Glenn Keane to make the version of Rapunzel that he wanted to. Also, they just kept on having story problems, which... Yeah. It's a known thing that, like, artists aren't necessarily the best writers? What are you talking about? Don Bluth's movies are a masterpiece. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's that kind of thing. So, yeah. 
Glenn Keane, if he had been able to make the movie and had the technology to make the version of Rapunzel he wanted to, it's entirely possible. I mean, that would have probably that would have been a gorgeous film, but it's wouldn't probably would not have been as entertaining as what Tangled turned out to be. So I guess it worked out. Yeah, the worked out for the best you know, in the end. But to, to say that artists aren't always the best storytellers, the, you can prove that by going to any web comic and looking for the point they try to get serious. Go to Tumblr. Or Tumblr. <laughs> and anyone who's like a really good illustrator but who tries to make their own comic. Not anyone, but a lot of them. Yeah. Just because you draw it doesn't mean you can tell an engaging story that anyone's like going to care really, about. I, As an web artist. comics that I really like the, the art they were mm-hmm. doing and stuff. And they had like good goofs and whatnot in their weekly webcomic. But then they're like, I'm going to add a story to this. And just... Yeah, because being able to draw well is, is is not a skill. I mean, that'll help your storytelling when you're k- kind of creating characters and stuff like that. Yeah. But just being a good animator doesn't necessarily make you a good crafter of tales with like multiple characters with like thematic resonance and mm-hmm. and funny action scenes and stuff like that. And yeah. I don't. Yeah, Glenn Keane, I love the guy to death. He's a great animator. Even though he's like super crazy Christian dude. And he's also what an asshole. Was he the one? <laughs> oh, I can't remember if he's he must be the kid of the guy who made the Family Circus. That's mm, what it yeah. is, I think. Yeah, I think so. So he got a kind of creepy family. I don't know if I <laughs> want a movie directed by that guy, either, mm. but no, it's all good. I'm glad you love this. Is, I like how I'm talking about more than you are, but like, this is a good pick. This is your pick. Yeah. Well, I picked it so you would do Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which actually, those turned out to be perfect. Like, that was a great trade. Yeah. Um. So what are we doing next? What are you doing next? I'm going to do, you cool with what we do with the, 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 the Gold Rush? Yeah. Chaplin's The Gold Rush. Yeah. I just realized uh, it's been a year since the last time we tackled a uh, Chaplin film, and I did buy the Blu-rays of all of his major films, like his four or five big, big, big uh, movies that he's known for, and I didn't realize it had been a year since the, we tackled the first one, so we're overdue to... Time is just flying by. And fortunately for you, because you're, you're busy these days because you're practicing for a new uh, dance thing mm-hmm. going on because you're a professional dancer. New la la. And uh, so, yeah, we can't do anything too lengthy right now. Yeah, but time is... I... Ugh, just even to do Tangled this week. Lately. This is going live tomorrow. We usually record a couple weeks in advance, but we're so behind these days because yeah, yeah you're scheduled. We're only doing so one at a time. Yeah, which it's we've never done crazy, before. Yeah. So, but we were we were like four weeks ahead there for a while. Yeah, and even going into this your little thing thing with all the <laughs> practicing and stuff. I remember we were even trying to talk about trying to build up another buffer again but that never really happened yeah. but, but yeah cray. we'll see hopefully well you, yeah. your your dance recital is in a month so there's yeah. only a couple more weeks we have to worry okay. about this stuff uh this is next month out of the way yeah gold rush should be pretty easy. then we can do gundam oh, 42 shit. episodes of gundam. <laughs> there's been a couple Whoa. things where i've been like or kaibu there's yeah. like there's a couple lengthy projects that i have yeah yeah we'll, we'll, figure, we'll figure out, out stuff like we'll that figure out. Yeah. we'll figure out yeah, but next time is Gold Rush. We've been on a good rush lately. This has been we've had a great spate of movies yeah, lately. Yeah, we've had, had an entertaining show. Bloodsport and Tangled were equally entertaining in yeah. t- entirely different ways. Yeah. He's murdered on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Please share us around. Give retweets. Talk about us on Facebook. I don't know. Fuck it. Please. We still have to put together a Facebook yeah, page or I know. something like Shut that. Up. Which I should be doing because you don't have the time. Yeah, I spend fine. all day in front of the computer going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I have no excuse. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Next time, Gold Rush. This time it was Tangled, as you know. You should see it if you haven't. It's good. It's entertaining. Still, it's I cute. still have to do Pocahontas and Tarzan someday. Yeah, we don't have to do Pocahontas. Or and Treasure Tarzan. Planet. <laughs> or Treasure Planet. And uh, there's actually the dark, the dark black ha- ba- uh, like latter half of yeah. the Disney Renaissance that I have to do. Yeah, I have right. to do... Uh, 
fucking Atlantis, the Lost Empire, because yeah. everyone wants to stuff that was like Hispanic mechanic lady, know. Hispanic mechanic. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of more yeah, Disney on our plate crud. than if we wanted to. God, yeah. we did. Uh, I still can't believe we did Song of the South. Yeah, why not? That's a hell of a thing. That's yeah, a hell of a thing. Go anyway. back and listen to that if you haven't. Yeah, that's a good episode. And oh yeah, as we record, <laughs> it's the 20th anniversary of the Fifth Element. So go back. Uh, I think it was our 13th episode. Something from like about that. a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. we did uh, the Fifth Element. That so was fun. I'm, I've that's a ruby eye. Green, green, green. Ah! Super green. Okay, Michelle, yeah. you, you have to get out of here. You yeah. gotta go home. And but yeah, thank you guys for listening yeah, to us to Black About Tangles. Thanks. And we, then we lived happily ever after. This is me. I got um, a little. I got my little diaper on. I got Bill. lantern Bill. on the back. Bill. Um, Bill. What's that? You're my new dream. Oh, you're my new dream too. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. And ideally, Maximus should have been there at the window, scrabbling, barely hanging on the window, saying, And you Why does he sound like a devil? Because this is the first time in his life he's actually trying to talk. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you see that experiment where they actually try to put vo- voice through, like, an ape's vocal cords? And it sounds monstrous. No. But anyway, that's anyway, for next week. We'll yeah. Talk. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, guys. You're my new dream now, because I gave up on Bill. Oh, no. <laughs> Then I'm just gonna bleed out here. <laughs> yeah. So long. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>